Were there any like crackheads in your dad's neighborhood? Come on, go here, you crackhead. What was his game? You crack? <laughs> Actually, I'm glad you asked. My uncle called me. He like, hey, let me go ten dollars. I'm trying to buy this hat. It was like two o'clock in the morning. He's like, let me get. I need, I need you to get a hat. Like, uncle's latest shit. To get the money for the hat and shit. The next day, I get back home and my dad caught out there's been breaking down for a minute. He told the mechanic, hey, let me take the car for a test drive, make sure it worked good. Took the car. My dad was calling him all that day and he wouldn't answer the phone. They would call him again. He said, I'm doing some errands. My dad's a nice guy. He was like, all right, cool. Just bring the car back, Herb. The next day, Herb called my dad. I answered the phone. I said, what's up? What's up? Oh, hey, hey what's up with you? I said, put your dad on the phone. I was like, why? I'm sorry, you good? Put your, go ahead, put your dad on the phone. I just heard my dad go, what do you mean? What the what you mean? The sold the car for crack. <laughs> so what happened? Car was gone. <laughs> what you mean? He sold it for crack. It's gone. What is the best piece of advice Joe Rogan gave you? Cam Patterson. Yo. The one and only. Talk the Florida legend. Come on, man. Turn Texas menace. Nah, you got them Florida legends, nigga. <laughs> bro, I'm so excited we get to link up and do this, man. Man, is beautiful. Yeah, right? This, this is crazy, bro. You know what I'm saying? How many, uh, how many times have you been to New York? Twice. It's my second time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And what do you think? You like it up here? It's great. It's what, great. What, what do you like about New York? Uh, I like the way it look. <laughs> yeah. That bitch just look hard, but I don't want, I don't, I wouldn't like to live here. You like to look at it. I like to look at you, it. Like, you, you know, yeah. no, no, it's crazy. I tell people, I tell, I've been telling people this shit since I've been. Like, I want to live in New York, but New York is the only place besides Florida that I, I want to be from. Mm. You know what I'm mean? Like, there's no other state that I'd be like, yeah, I kind of want to be from there. Yeah, right? Yeah. I like the Florida pride. Yeah, Florida pride is the best. I like being from Florida. Yeah, yeah I it's, like it's that the greatest. Shit. But there's no, but if, if I, if somebody like, you shit between, I still pick Florida, but like, second would be New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, you don't want to rep like Wyoming. Now, I mean, the people don't live out there. <laughs> yeah, what Nobody is lives that? in what Wyoming. Is, what baby. is that? That's a goddamn thing. That, that's somewhere on the map they just put there so we can just not think about shit. Oh, yeah, I don't think it's real. I've never been there. I've never met someone from no, there. No, no, they got a college out there, but that's not a real college. Is there a I don't even think yeah, there's a college there. Mm. Yeah, they're fucking, they're the horses or whatever. You the believe fuck. that shit, bro? Nigga, they're they brown. That's, that's, a, that's a conspiracy. That is. You know how no They're brown and yellow. The shittiest colors ever. <laughs> Who the fuck like, well, dog? Our, our, our school colors gonna be brown and yeah, yellow. They don't even care. They don't even fuck. They, yeah, they don't give a fuck from the beginning. Fine, we'll take it. But, bro, you flew up from Austin, yeah. from the mothership. Yeah. I mean, your rise in the last like six months yeah. has been so cool. Nah, it's been insane. It's been awesome to see. New regular uh, on Kill Tony, door guy at the mothership. Yeah. How has the Kill Tony game been going? That shit is dope, bro. It's like the best. Uh, it's just cool to be a part of something like that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Especially like the way I got brought into it, like uh, that I see the path. Like I, the, the direct that I can go like with David Lucas, like being kind of like a bit like a bit brother to me and shit. Yeah. And like seeing like, okay, this is something I could like, you know what I'm saying? Like keep moving like up with it. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's cool. It's like, it's the coolest shit ever. Cause when I came, when I got the Austin, I was just like, man, I just, I'd be cool going. It'd be like one time, you know what I'm saying? Just to be on that bit and see what happened. But to be like, what? It made me, it made me regular. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. Do you remember the first time you met Tony? Uh... Shit, I'm pretty sure it was uh, when I got on, because mm. I would always see him like I would do uh, I would do sets in the mothership before I did uh, like got on Katona. I would always see him, but I didn't never want to bother him or no shit like that. So I wouldn't say nothing. And then when I got on, I talked to him. I think like, man, you a phenomenal. Yeah. Love, you know what I'm saying? That nigga always been like so dope to me. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like super like, hey man, let's let's figure this shit out. Let's get you. And he put me in my first theaters. Two years in. Crazy, right? 15 minutes. It's like, what the fuck? Kyle, he, I was like, bro, he's like, well, how much time you cool doing? I'm like, 10. 10 is perfect. He's like, I bet. And I get out there, like, hey, you doing 15, by the way. 
Like the, the fact that you believe me this much is crazy. Wow. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just dope. But, but you could do 15. If you got 10 in a club, you could do 15 in a theater. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that, that laugh spreads out a little bit. You got it a little more time. It just feels different. Yeah. It just feels a lot different. The first one is cool because like the nigga, the nigga dynamic and how he moves shit is kind of like, it's dope. Because he was like, he took me to San Antonio first and I, I felt it and I heard it and I'm like, oh shit, this is different. And then right after that, it was the Chicago Theater. I'm like, what the fuck? Is life. Baby. Yeah, that's you know a crazy, that? a crazy term. But yeah. Tony knows, uh, he knows talent. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Like the guys that he's he's picked and the guys he's like sort of like giving opportunities to are yeah. all solid. Hundred percent. So I mean, you fitting in that in that mold is not a surprise. You know what I mean? But it's cool that he can see it and be like, "Yo, I'm plugging you in." Right no, it's away. crazy. The nigga changed my it changed my life. But it's important to even notice, like two years in. Yeah. Like what you started stand up in 2021, 2020. Yeah, back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about twenty, by the, by the end of, either by the end of twenty twenty, early twenty twenty one. I don't know if people that aren't comics or like in the comedy world know how quick that is. Like no, comedy no. is like a kind of an old man's game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like music and a lot of other things are the opposite. Like if you're a rapper and you're not popping by the time you're twenty four, people are like, all right, get it going. But if you're a comic and you're popping by the time you're thirty, that's like, whoa, that's young. Yeah, you're doing it. You yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. And the fact that you have been doing stand up two years, regular on Kill Tony, doing Chicago theater. It's crazy. Nah, it's insane. It's a, it's a, it's. Cause my, my, my biggest thing is like, damn, I was like, not even, not even trying to be like weird, but it's like, damn, I'm not even, I don't even feel like I'm funny yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> bro. <laughs> so it's like, bro, like everybody, like, I'm getting all this praise online and shit. Like, oh my God, I see the guy, I'm like, damn, y'all niggas, this ain't, I ain't even catch scribe yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah. this is just, y'all just seeing, like, just somebody still trying to figure it out. That's, that's how I feel. Me? When I first started with Schultz, like mm. people would, like after the shows would be like, "Bro, great job!" And I'm like, "I don't even know what I'm doing." Yeah, I'm like, not I, like I like I don't, I'm looking at my jokes most of the nights, being like, oh, "This shit kind of sucks." Like I got to level it up. I got to get better. I got to do more. Yeah. And like the fact that Schultz was like, "Nah, bro, you're doing good." I was like, "What is like yeah. my perception of myself was different than how people were perceiving me." Like, do you feel that? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's an interesting everybody, thing. Everybody putting this like, "They're like, oh, you gonna be?" I was like, "Nigga, I just wanna." Get better, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. now was just like now, I just now, because sometimes it feel like a lot of pressure. Because like now you can't, you know what I'm saying now I got to be on be a bus. Feel like a goddamn like a high value draft pick or some shit, right? And let's see what the fuck he do. You and, and it's two things. Like I, I like the pressure, but yeah. the pressure all the time is a lot. Yeah, yeah, but it's good because the pressure means you know pressure makes something. diamonds. But yeah. at the same time, like. Stand-up is, is fun, and it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. But, like, I remember the first time, like, getting on the road with Schultz, I felt that pressure where it was like, okay, one of the biggest and best comics in the world tapped me to open for him. So now all the other comics are going to be looking at me being like, all right, let's see if he's funny. And then the audience is like, all right, this is Schultz's guy. Mm. This is a guy from the podcast. Let's see if he's funny. And then yeah. I'm like, the bookers at the clubs are like, oh, let's see if Schultz's buddy is funny. Yeah. And then I'm like, just the regular people, they don't even know anything. I'm like, all right, he's a comedian. Let's see. Like, I just felt like there's all this pressure. So much pressure. And it really started like kind of wear on me. But once I got through it, now I feel more confident than I've ever been. Yeah. So like for you, just two years in feeling that pressure, is it like anything else? Like I know you played basketball growing up. It was so what I what I try to relate it to, and it's so and it's so different. So I, I try to my, my mind goes to this, and then I just be like, well, you can't compare it the same way. It's like uh like I, I played basketball with a lot of kids that were like like super talented, like like dude like this nigga is going D one one hundred percent. No, you know what I'm saying he has to go. It's no, it make it make no sense. Mm-hmm. And then but people would tell him that all the time. That's why they were here. So every day he wake up and be like, man, you going D one? Are you doing this? You do you gonna do that? Then he stopped working as hard. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you could see like niggas just like there's not even as good just catch up because they just stop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All that shit got to do with it. And I watched that my whole life. Cause I was never really good at sports, but I would always see guys. I'd be like, nigga, I'm, I was never good enough to catch them. But if I was even like, you know what I'm saying, like maybe a little taller or some shit like that, my work ethic was like crazy. Mm. It's like, y'all niggas start slacking, I'm coming. And I said, with this shit, like, it was just cool that, like, talent and artwork as it kind of met mm-hmm. at the same, what's the name? But my thing is, like, I don't want it to be like, uh, I hear all this shit, and I go, well, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. And I just, I just relax and I chill. There's some nigga like me, like, I'm coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm on, I'm on the class. There's always going to be somebody like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's more like I could just stand, like, ahead of the game to keep, you know what I'm saying, pushing. When we were talking in California, you even said something that I thought was like the right mindset. You said, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Yeah. And I really like that you have that mentality. I think a lot of people in your position are like, bro, I made it. Ah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no. It could back. One, it could be over like this. Mm-hmm. And two, it's just like, I ain't even close. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even like, this is the, just the beginning. And Tony would always tell me all the time, I'd be like, thank you very time. Like I said, this is the beginning of the beginning of the beginning of the beginning. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's, a, it's early, dog. It's early. a long fucking war. Yeah, but I also try to tell myself, like, uh, well, everybody thought Michael Jordan was real good at the beginning, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like LeBron and shit. Everyone so knew LeBron was good. Yeah, so it's things like that. Where it's like, man, you just keep working your ass off and keep, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. walking in purpose. Maybe this shit turn out like that, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's but both. Like, it's being proud of what you've accomplished so far, yeah. but also recognizing, like, I haven't done shit yet. Nothing. You know, that's how I feel. Like, yeah. yo, I'm, like, working on this stuff. I'm on this podcast flagrant. I got my own shit. And I'm, like, you know, but at the same time, I'm, like, I haven't put out a special. Yeah. I haven't really put out clips. I haven't sold out a weekend. Yeah. Like, there's all these other things where I'm, like, oh, no, there's a, a big mountain still to go. Yeah. But you can still look back and be, like, oh, I've come a long way. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and you need both. And it, I really like your mentality. I think it's like grounded. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, like, it, it's cool. And is it cool being at the mothership? Like that's the best shit. Is is a wild time in like history? Dog, I, it feels like we. I was telling like uh, telling Luke and um and Krista, like, I feel like we just we building something. Like we the first ones to be like oh like especially like the door guys like nigga what's this? You know what I'm saying? It's like our shit for real. You feel me? Like, it's, it's like some gold rush shit. It's crazy. It felt like it felt like like uh, you seen the comedy uh, store documentaries. Mm-hmm. It felt like that in like the seventies. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, and this guy was here, and this one who was all it was always on stage, and he would always crush it. It was like it, that's how it feels. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 insane to be a part of to be mm-hmm. like what the fuck. This is a fucking great decision. Yeah, because stage time is crazy. And have you met Rogan? Have you talked to him yet? Yeah, I talked to him one time. Yeah, like one, we had, we had, I said what's up to him, so he tell me good say, like, I'm a good dude. What is the best piece of advice Joe Rogan gave you? We had a Post Malone call some one time, and he was asking me, he was like, how does it, it feel like all this happened at 24? And I never, I, I feel like I'll never get this shit. Like, I just feel all this shit happened at 24. And I was like, because we, cause we were saying something like, Post Malone was like 28. And he said, how does it feel weird that all this happened for you at 24 years old? And I was like, yeah. He like, do you think about it a lot? And I was like, yeah. He said, don't think about it. Don't think about it. I was like, well, I, okay, cool. I, said, I guess I mean, but he he was kind of on young too. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like that's another person you could look at and be like, oh shit, like he finished it strong as hell, bro. Like that's the crazy thing with Joe is like he was popping when he was young, young, yeah, and then has only gotten bigger, yeah. Like it, that his trajectory is like the it's craziest. Crazy. It's like, yo, I'm on the TV show, I'm dropping specials, I'm growing, 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 Fear Factor growing, growing, and yeah. all these people are like, oh, how much bigger could he get? And then he becomes way bigger, the biggest in the world. It's yeah. like, so even him telling me that, I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Now mm-hmm. maybe I just didn't think about it, but just keep. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's good too, like being present, being grateful. Yeah. And I, that's cool that you and Joe got to have that moment. Yeah, it was cool. That's, I think that's the only thing we really talked about. And I was like, that's perfect. That's yeah. all I needed there. And and who was the person that that won, that 
kind of pushed you to move to Austin? Uh, my dad and Uncle Laser. Yeah. Yeah, so I did a, I did a show in, uh, I did a show in Tampa. And it's crazy how all this shit worked out. I did a show in Tampa, and I was supposed to be in Miami on uh, on Friday. I was supposed to do, I supposed to do uh, Saturday, Sunday in Tampa. In Miami, I had a show in Miami on Friday. And then my, my I had on, me and my dad shared a car. Ain't no one going to make it to Miami. Like, that bitch was not going to make it. But I was like, oh, shit, I can make it to Tampa. Like, I know I can make it to Tampa. So I'll just be like, I ain't, had no, I ain't had no show set up in the city. I'm like, fuck it, I'll just see if I can go tap and get a guest spot and then just go back tomorrow and shit like that. And so I was like, hey, man, it's cool if I can just come up and do a guest spot. And like, yeah, so I went up, and it was it was like four comments on the show in the laser, and they put me like second. And, and how, uh, how did you know laser at this point? I didn't. Mm. I didn't know him at all. So we uh they put me up second, and then I'm I start crushing. And then he comes out and watches me and he's like, hey, man, what the fuck are you doing here? And he go, he told the owner, he was like, hey, dude, that Sean's caught like the gimmick and time. But he was like, hey, man, fuck all, fuck all this. He needs to go before me every every time. The next, the rest of the weekend, he has to go before me. It would make no sense for him to be in Western Line. He has to go before me. And then so he would come out and watch me. He, every, every day he'd be like, what the fuck are you doing here? Why are you in, in Florida? That's just stupid. And he was like, if you care about some comedy career, move your ass to Austin, Texas. And I remember I made a video. Like, I made, like, a real—it felt, like, crazy. I was like, I was seeing nigga, I was seeing him on Kill Tony. Shit, like, what the fuck is, the fuck is this? <laughs> and I called my dad. I said, man, this crazy-ass white man said we should go to Austin. I think we should go do it. And my dad was like, all right, well, you put in your work, your time off of work, we'll be out there. And we scheduled it out. And then uh, I, I think I was out of, like, nine days. And I hated it at first. The first three days, I ain't get on shit. I would call people back home, like, nigga, this, this ain't nothing, bro. <laughs> man, it ain't shit out here, man. It ain't no shows out of this bitch. They, they, ain't, they ain't putting nigga on. I was, I, was, I was going, you know, so many comic clubs. I was just walking to comic club, comic mm-hmm. club, but just give me three minutes. Like, please, if you can just give me three minutes, I, I promise you, you know what I'm saying? If you don't like my three minutes, you'll never see me again. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I don't know who you are. That, 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 that shit. And I was like, all right, cool. And then um, I did a show, and then Andre, he, he dog out his mother said, he saw me. Uh, he didn't even see me go up. He was just like, he was just talking to me. So he said, you know, I run uh, East Austin. Just come pull up, do a, do a set. I did a set, and then Bianca seen me, and then it was over. Wow. And then I got on like 12 shows in like six days. So I went from calling everybody, like, man, fuck this place, to be like, no, nah, it's pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> shit, is the, this place is the shit, nigga. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how dope this place is. Yeah, and the timing just worked out perfect. Perfect. It was insane. Like, yeah. it didn't even, it was crazy. And then... My thing was, this This how crazy I was. I was telling my dad, like, okay, yeah, cool, 12, six shows, uh, 12 shows, six days, five perfect. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to come back in two months. And my dad was like, you a fucking idiot? Hey, you stupid. All this shit going on right now, you going to come back in two months? Nigga, come back. You know, he didn't want me to leave. Because Derek was trying to get me on Silent Show on Wednesday. I left on a Tuesday. Mm. They were talking about Silent Show on Wednesday. And he, I was like, man, I got to go to work. My dad was like, fuck your job, nigga. You live here now. Wow. That's so cool your dad pushed you like that. Yeah. And then I ended up going back and I called him and I was like, uh, I was like, so when you think I should leave? And he said, all right, book your flight. And you leaving next week. You know what I'm saying? Tell you goodbye, get your shit. You back in Austin. Your dad did? Yeah. Wow. I pat her, I was, I was I was back home for like maybe a week and a half. I said, I was I was I was getting ready to date this bitch. <laughs> she had no idea I was leaving. Like no idea. Like I, it was some it was some green ass shit. <laughs> Like, I took that bitch on a date. Like, we were getting ready to date for real. That's, this is finna be my lady. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took that bitch on a date when we were bowling. 
And then we went to a mic after. Like, I was just like, I went to a mic. And this is my last day in the city. I still ain't tell I was leaving yet. Bro. I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> and, and my last day in the city, everybody in the mic, like, hey, bro, good luck. And Terrence, you know, you know so I said, so good luck. She's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, oh, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm moving to Austin tomorrow. <laughs> well, how'd she take it? Man, she, was, she was mad at first. It was, I still talked to him time time. Oh, really? Oh, so you guys are, you're not dating now. Nah. But does she want to though, low key? Yeah, I mean now it's like, oh <laughs> shit. Like, you know what I'm like it kinda make it makes sense now. Yeah. You know I mean? Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. And so I mean your dad just seems like such a, a hero, bro. And and this is the other thing that's interesting. Like you and I are both from Orlando. Yeah. We both came up in Orlando, but we are from different Orlandos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I grew up Longwood Lake Mary. Yeah. It's like kind of like I was born in Lake Mary. Were you really? Yeah, oh, my, yeah. my people got divorced. I was supposed to have a great life. <laughs> I supposed to be like you. Supposed to be from the same Orlando, <laughs> yeah. but shit. And what happened? People got divorced. My mm. mama moved to the suburb. My daddy moved like hood adjacent, and it was over. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause you're from a town called Pine Hills, West I'm Orlando. From Pine Hills and Okoye, and we used to call that Crime Hills. Yeah, because there was a decent amount of crime. Yeah, crime happens. <laughs> Sometimes crime happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I just never went over there. Like I used to play soccer out there, and like mm. we'd go to the fields over in like Okoye. But never like stayed out there. Yeah. And so when you came up, it's like, yeah, we're from Orlando, but it's a it's a different world. Like, but I I, I went back and forth a lot. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. Like, so I was never like I was never kind of like like put like people I'm, people like people get my persona, bro. It's a street nigga, but it's like, nah, I was I had some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I had like I was I was good in, in both variety. Cause like my dad never was like he was I was I was so big in the sports I couldn't even do that shit till it was like over. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then my mom was just so like, just so preppy and white. It was kind of weird, right? You know what I'm saying? So your mom lived in kind of like a white neighborhood, super white. She was no court. Oh, you're right, right, right. Yeah. So it was like a white suburb, yeah. safe, no street shit. Yeah, no, no. And then your dad lived in kind of the hood. Is, yeah. Was it was it a project? Nah, okay. that house. But it was like it was in the hood though. It was there. You know what I'm saying? We was like it was right there. And then how did you spend time back and forth? So my mom would go to work um, on the weekends, mm-hmm. and I go to my dad's house. And then, so, from, like, uh, this is the craziest shit. Because I be telling people, like, uh, when I was a kid, me and my sister had bunk beds. We had bunk beds growing up. So, me and my little sister, we had bunk beds. And then, uh, when I, from, like, uh, let's say, from, like, 8 to to 11, we had bunk beds. I came back one day, and uh, the bunk beds were split in half. And it was, so, my bed was on one side of the room, her bed was on the other side of the room. I came back uh, like maybe like two months later. I was still come back to the bed. Maybe like two months later after that, I come back just the mattress on the floor. Look, I think these niggas is kicking me out the room. <laughs> <laughs> and then I come back one time, and the room is now pink. <laughs> and my son was like, "Oh yeah, you you on the couch with your brother?" <laughs> yes, I was like, "So, oh, your sister fucking occupied you." Yeah, she got it. She, I mean, but that's, that's it was what a wrong occupation. She yeah, just kind of like took a little bit of land, a little yeah, bit of land, and yeah. just kicked you out. It was over, bro. That happened to me low key. Like I, back in my house, like mm. we, I had my room upstairs. I, like growing up, I always shared a room. I finally yeah. got my own room. I had it for one year. Yeah, I went to college. I went for the semester. Came back, my room, no more bed. Got changed for a couch. Huh. Looking at nothing. Huh. I was like, Mom, why is there a couch? She's like, oh, I just thought a couch would be better here. What? I was like, just kick me out. Yeah, just what the just fuck? say you don't love me. You know yeah, what I mean? Get like, me out of here. <laughs> yeah, you know I, sh- I show up and it's just a couch just looking at the wall. I was like, you know, I was, put I, was a TV. A, I was such a crazy kid, though. My brother's on the couch. I'm like, oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> just the, just the, the dudes in the living room. That's what it is. I get it. Thank you. You know what I'm mean? saying? 
What's up, guys? We're going to take a break from this amazing conversation because you're a little stressed out. And if you're like me, what do you do when you're stressed out? You might have a bad habit that you go for. You might have a, who knows, maybe a, a box of darts that you like to light up. But unfortunately, that box might be bad for your health. But you know what's not bad for your health? My friends over at Fume developed this amazing product that I'm excited to tell you about. Fume is an award-winning device that looks cool. It's super sleek. You can fidget with it, flick it around. It's like a fidget spinner in your pocket. The other reason I love Fume is because it is breathing flavored air. That's right. It does all the habitual fixations that I love about the late night puff, but it's not. It is the breath. It is the breath of mint. That's the one I love the most. I love breathing in the flavored air mint packet. That is my favorite thing. I'm telling you, late at night, you're hanging out. I'm taking the bad out of the habit. I still have the habit. It's, it's perfect, but now it's not a bad habit. It is a habit. It's a lot better for my health. I love fume because instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. If you know me, I don't like putting artificial stuff inside my body. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. That's right. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses all natural, delicious flavors. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that can't be you as well. So if you want to join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits, here's what I want you to do, all right? I've already done it. I want you to join me. I want you to go to tryfume.com. That's T-R-Y-Fume, F-U-M.com. And I want you to get the journey pack. The journey pack is going to give you everything you need to start on your journey from separating the bad from your habits. Just have a habit. Late at night, a couple drinks, breathe some flavored air. I'm telling you, it'll make you relax. It'll make you feel good. And it's fun to fidget with. And here's what I'm going to do for you. If you use the promo code GAGNON, that's G-A-G-N-O-N, you can save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfume, T-R-Y-F-U-M.com and use the code GAGNON, G-A-G-N-O-N and save an additional 10% off your order today. Head to tryfume.com slash GAGNON, G-A-G-N-O-N. Use the promo code. This will help you kick those bad habits and just turn them into habits. Let's get back to the show. Did you have the top bunk or bottom bunk? Top bunk. Okay, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah top bunk. And this was at your mom's place? My dad. Oh, that's your dad's place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, because my mama has, I had my own room. You know what I'm saying? I'm a mama only kid. Oh. Yeah, yeah, So I was just, I slowly came back. I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Okay, so then the siblings are, are from your dad's side. Yeah, so my dad got, my dad had three wives. He got two with his first wife, um, one with me. And then two of my uh, my stepmom. Of respect. Yeah. Oh, he's out here. He's out there. He, oh. was, he went ham, nigga. <laughs> yeah. He went ham. But so I, then I would, uh, after that happened, they were like, this big thing. Like, nigga, you only got a bed. So I was, I was on the couch from like, from like, uh, like seven to about seeing, I wouldn't say seeing yet, because I started, I started even going, like, leave my mom out sometimes. Mm. I would just stay at the crib. Because I was like, I got old. I was like, well, I got to go nowhere. And then, but from when I was in middle school and shit, and I was on the couch. I would go to my auntie's house because she had a bed. Uh, but she was also like hooded. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, oh, shit. When did you notice that your dad's neighborhood was different than your mom's neighborhood? Uh, I was talking, I asked mom, why, why my why, why dad's house got ice cream trucks? Got ice cream trucks? Mm. <laughs> I never understood that. I'm like, why, why ice cream trucks don't come through here? She's like, because we got ice cream. I said, like, what the? Not even a fucking answer. Bro, is that a hood thing? Is an ice cream truck a hood thing? Yeah. Yo, because there was no ice cream truck in my neighborhood. Yeah. It, it would blow my mind. I was like, why the fuck? Yo, I wish I lived in the hood. Why do we have? I, I was like, I said, like, why do ice cream don't come through here? So I won't need ice cream. Ice cream in the fridge. I'm like, what do you mean? 
Fuck. Bro, I thought it was going to be crime related. I thought it was like, mom, why are there gunshots outside? You're yeah. like, why is there a jingle playing outside yeah, our house? jingle right? outside. I'm confused <laughs> about this jingle. I can't sleep because they're playing do your chain hang low. Yeah. And I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, it's crazy. That's the, that's the one I realized. Like, what? This is different. Oh, that's interesting. And then my friends, my friends would tell me. Mm. And my friends are like, oh, um, they'd just be like, nigga, where, where your daddy stands? He's that part here. What the fuck? But that never seemed different to me. Right. Because it's still like, it's not a, because I, I say hood to Jay-Z because it's not like, we there. Yeah, my, uh, my sister, my sister grandma stayed Carver Shores. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the hood. You know what I'm right, that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's not hood of Jays. That's the hood. Yeah. You know what I'm that's in it. And I remember she would always, I she would tell me when we was kids, they'd be like, yeah, you, they fight where y'all from. They be fighting. Where I'm staying at, they kill people. <laughs> she would say shit like that. Bro. It's fucking hilarious. So you got to observe white people in a funny way. Yeah. Like living in the white neighborhood. But going back and forth, yeah. you got to you got to observe. I got the best of both worlds. You got you know, <laughs> yeah. You got to observe whiteness. Like, did yeah. you have white friends growing up? Man, when I my first best friend was a white girl named Sam, nigga. Your first best friend, you hit? Nah, <laughs> nah. I had no. My mama thought I was gonna marry Sam, nigga. Sam's my my, my best friend. Wow. And then when I got when I got older, I just got more cool. Like when I got to come, my elementary school had too many black people in. I can count on one hand how many black people was in my elementary school, maybe like seven. Oh, really? Yeah, we I mean, yeah. It wasn't. My mom moved to Okoye like early. Mm. Like, it was me and like a couple of my friends that I was still cool with until like, I graduated high school. We were the only ones that was like, there. You know what I'm saying? And did and you I, ever feel like an outsider being one of the few black kids at the white school? As a, as a kid, nah, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? You can't really tell no difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're just faster than them. And you're like, yeah, that's I'm, weird. Like, I'm just fast as shit. <laughs> that was the worst part because I had a rude awakening when I got to middle school, nigga. <laughs> it was rude. It was so rude. It was fucked up. Yeah, no Cop. more presidential fitness awards. You got nothing. I got no, nothing, <laughs> nigga. I, was, I wasn't shit when I got there. Like, this nigga can't even play basketball. God, I was the best one over there, nigga. <laughs> yeah. I can't well, watch make me the shoot. team. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting there be like, the like yeah, this. Yeah, granny shot. Hey, what the fuck? I'm, I'm fucking a legend, nigga. <laughs> that's it. So that's it. So when I got, when I got to middle school, I just started being cool with, uh, with Sam because it was just like, I had found black friends. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And what what do you what what do you notice about white people growing up? Like, what is there about white culture that I don't understand as a white person? So I don't know. I I ain't see no real difference. Hmm. As a kid, as mm-hmm. a kid, I ain't see no real no real like. You couldn't tell me that that's a white person. Like, you know, fuck thing. Yeah. And then like I I would uh I think I developed like my my tone of speech just by the people I was like around later. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was weird. I didn't see no no real difference. Oh wow! Until I got older. And what did you notice when you got older? The white people weird, man. <laughs> why, people, why are we weird? White people weird as shit. We're not weird, bro. Y'all not weird. It's just like y'all more like y'all more open to shit. We're normal, bro. I'll fucking I'll, I'll but, grab your dick right now, see, but we're not weird. There it go. How's that weird? That's not that's not weird. It's not. It's normal. Bro, I'm gonna grab your dick right see, now. See normal, swear to God. but it's not. It's bro, weird. Let me grab it. That's weird. See, how's that weird? That's weird. Man. That's not weird. It's just white boy fun. Go see white boy fun. Yeah, you said about, I got. A, I had a homeboy dog. He told me he had comment. I'm not gonna say nigga this fuck, but he said he was like, "Hey man, you know, I know I'm not gay because I got to do. I let a dude fuck me in the ass. I'm like, bro, that's your gay. You can't. Uh, How's that gay? What do you mean? How is that gay? How's that gay? If one time, oh, that's gay. See, <laughs> twice is crazy. Twice is crazy. One time you can be like, all right. One time he had to test it out. Two times it's like, nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, yeah, the you, first, you yeah. enjoyed it the first time. The first time you're like, ah, I don't know, I gotta see it again. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe I gotta try it one more time. Like, nah, nigga, that's gay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's funny. Oh yeah, well, I mean, white people, I guess, are a little weird. A little bit, not crazy though, not too insane. That's, that's why, but I think that's why a comedy kind of work good. 
Like for me, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Cause like, I thought I figured out. Cause I was a, uh, before I started doing comedy, I was trying to do street shit like real hard and it just wasn't like my forte. Like I didn't have to, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't need it, there was no point. Yeah, the streets didn't choose you, you it, chose the streets. I told the streets like a motherfucker. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like, it was no point for me to even be outside. Like how old were you when you uh, quote unquote went outside? Like 18. Mm. Like when basketball ended, I could tell you today. That's my dad would always tell me, uh, dude, don't smoke no weed because you're an athlete. Cause my brother was like a Division One like quarterback type shit. Mm. Like he went, he went to uh, San, uh, San Jose State, and then he went to, uh, then he ended up going like, uh, shit, what that shit called? Uh, fuck, uh, AC and some some HBCU, and then he went juke, but he well, football was like drugs and shit. So my dad would always be like, you athlete, athletes don't smoke weed. And I just, I lived by that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I was 18, uh, we had the, the the last day of high school. Uh, we all, everybody went to this park and everybody was cool smoking weed. And somebody passed me a blunt. Man, I was like, but I don't smoke weed, I'm an athlete. And everybody like, nigga, you ain't going to college to play sports, nigga. I'm like, you're kind of right. <laughs> yeah, it turns out I'm not an athlete anymore. Yeah, that's I'm not an athlete no more. It just yeah. expired, <laughs> And I started smoking, and then it was it was over. Damn. And did you consider going to college for, for basketball? Oh, uh, I tried. I started smoking over, but it was dead. As I was like, man, I was going to get some money the other way. I was, I was, I had a coach that was like, it was like, man, I could get you over this Juco, and then I was like, I ain't trying to do that shit mm. dead. How good were you in high school? I was all right. I didn't, I don't think I had the, uh, I played, you had, I, you, you had to, I just played better when you told me I was better. You know what I'm saying? Because my coaches, my coach would be like, nigga, you ain't shit. And I'd be like, maybe I ain't shit. But I had, one time I had a coach that was like, nigga, you is some shit. And I would do fine. You know what I'm saying? But the pressure kind of just was like, my yeah. brain couldn't handle that shit. So I, 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 I think I was pretty good. I just ain't. You like the positivity. The po- like, I feed up positivity. Positivity I feel the same way. Like, like yeah. tell me I'm doing all right. And that'll make me perform better. Like some people are opposite. They're like, they need nah, to get like yeah, shit on me. No, yeah. shit on me. Tell me I'm doing good. I don't like that. Yeah. They're like, nah, man, I need I need the hatred. I'm like, bro. You're sick. <laughs> yeah. You're pay free. Yeah. Man, that's right? weird. No, nah, yeah. tell me I'm doing and that's all I really need. I just need somebody to be like, hey man, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're doing good. I had a coach, I, I talked about this all the time. He smoked like he like smoked real crack. He was real crackhead. <laughs> and he was always like, man, you like my Kobe, man. Cause I, my 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 uh my senior year, was it my senior? No, my my junior year, I couldn't uh, I couldn't play in the beginning of the season because I didn't have a two point GPA. Oh, you were you weren't good in school. No, I was uh, I was the worst. Because you didn't care, or because you didn't you, like you weren't able to get the classes and shit. Man, I got some of the shit, but it was more of a like a, I just didn't give. A, mm-hmm. I didn't really give a fuck. I, I mean, it depend on what I depend on what I like. You know what I'm saying? But I never played a whole season of basketball. Oh, right. baby, hold up. My senior year, I did. Why? Why didn't you play a season? So my freshman year, I made the team, but I couldn't play uh, the first half. Well, so freshman year is different. As long as you get above a 2.0, you can play, right? But as soon as you get above 2.0, you good to play. After you, after you're a freshman, uh, if you have anything below 2.0, you can't play to the next semester. So uh, when the season starts, you can't play to that next semester. So my sophomore year, I got my grades up and I played the next semester. But then I got back on the team, and I think I cussed out like a Spanish teacher or something. And then she was like right next door to the JV coach, and they kicked me out of the team right after that. Come on, okay, so this is how it went. My freshman year, I, I got on the team, right? I got my grade back up to go on the team. I got kicked off for fighting in the bathroom. What, what right? was the fight? 
Me and another nigga was fighting who played the most. We both didn't play. So <laughs> we, we got in a fight in the bathroom at an away game, right? <laughs> Kids on our team. The coach was like, you never going to play on this team again. Like, like, I'm well, already not playing. Yeah. <laughs> the, the best thing that happened to me, though, so the coach was like, uh, you're never going to play basketball at this school again, so don't even think about it. If, and then he went to a different school the next year. If he don't go to a different school, I don't, I'm probably not here. I probably just start doing screen shit immediately. Wow. You know what I'm So it's like, so then the new coach come in. Let me get that because, you know, I swear easy. Nigga. Oh, sure. It's fan beautiful. But it's, uh, then a new coach come in, and then he put me on the, uh, he put me on the team, but I got to wait the second semester to start playing again. Mm. Junior year, same shit. My grade's not good yet. I don't have good grade. And your parents don't care? Your dad's not saying my, anything? My, my parents care. Yeah. They care just more of like a... Uh, and what are they saying? Like, yo, Cam, like... Like, you gotta... I mean, because it's not like I'm not trying. Like, I'm trying I'm trying for basketball. Right, but you're not trying enough. Like, if you're not finishing the season, like, you don't, you're not yeah. trying that hard. Yeah, nah. It's just like... Oh, shit just wouldn't go, the, you know what I'm saying, my way. <laughs> you feel me? Like, what? It's just like, like grade-wise, it just was like... I would get on, I get kid off, and I get on, I get kid off. So my junior year, my junior year was special because uh, I couldn't play, and all my friends, we were all junior. Them niggas was all on JV. Mm. It was just crazy. That's insane. That's unheard of. And the funniest shit is, uh, my dog Jess was supposed to be like the star of the team, like my my best friend. He supposed to be like the star of the team. Uh, he played he played uh, JV his freshman year, like he was he was the guy. He was like, oh, this is gonna be the point guard to do things for us. He's gonna be real good. And then he blew his knee out in tryouts. Tore his uh tore ev- tore everything. Fucked his whole his whole knee up sophomore year. So uh next year he had to play JV. He just wasn't he didn't he couldn't play a season. They couldn't walk for like half, yeah. half a year. So it was like he had to play JV. My dog Kamari, uh that nigga just, he was like right. you know I said Boost Junior. And then my dog Caleb, he actually a Christian rapper now. Like he pretty big. He's a Christian rapper? Yeah. And That's he hard. was, it's hard. He, he hard. And he, uh, he was just wild, dog. Like, it was crazy. He wasn't the best basketball player, but he had a heart. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, had a heart. yeah, yeah. God was, was uh, intervening in his yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. He, he had, had the power heart. of Christ. He wasn't great, though. And they were kind of horrible. But he had, <laughs> yeah, but he, he had, had Jesus. He had, he had God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That goes a long way. You can do all things with God. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and me, uh, I was just, I was, I was, uh, I was trying to get back on the team, and uh, the head coach who I, who who didn't I don't think like me at the time. Was, he hit me up sometimes, but like, oh, congratulations on this shit, like, leave me alone. But he hit me. Uh, he told the crackhead coach he was like, hey, "Yeah, Cam got his grades back up, but he cannot play. Do not play, Cam. You know what I'm saying, do not. He can practice. We can get ready for next year, but he cannot play. That's what he told him. And so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll practice." And then uh, one day we was in. He was at the cracker coach. He was just mad about something. And then he, uh, he told the head, he said, hey, Sarge, fuck you. He playing. And he threw me a jersey. And I think I went, the first game he put me in, I played the, I played the whole game. I think I went like four for like 18. <laughs> he just kept letting me shoot. He like, nigga, you a shooter, shoot it. And I and I, I had the, I had the head coach my first period. He was like, "What way to dent my fucking rim last night, Cam?" <laughs> and but the rest of that, like I think the rest of the games I played, I probably had like over like twenty points. Oh wow! You can't. I don't say wow. Cause I was eighteen. <laughs> I, was, I was a junior. Ah, yeah, and I was on point. TV. Yeah, that's a good point. But it's like it's still more of like a, I just needed somebody. A little push. It's just a push. You need a little positivity. Someone yeah. put the battery in your back. Be like, yo, you got it. You could do this. Shoot or shoot. Yeah, shoot yeah. or shoot. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And so 
you were good, but not great enough to play college. Nah. You didn't really, you didn't have any college looks, no coaches or nothing. I mean, nah. I, I mean, I could have went JUCO. I yeah, could yeah. definitely went JUCO. I could have played JUCO and then went like D two or D three. But at that shit. point, you were like, I was like, fuck it, let's see what these streets talking about. So, so how do you get into the streets? So, uh, I smoke all the time, hang around, hang around my dog. And then at this point, hang around a nigga named my dog Lim. He like, he like, it's like my best friend. And uh, we would just be out, we would just smoke all the time. And I was like, uh, well, I was, I was actually hanging with my dog, Jeffy, at first. And that nigga was like, he he black and white. He was just standing in the park with his mama. And um, he he, met, he ran to this young, this young white dude. And then uh, they was they was serving packs out of, the, uh, out of this. Uh, so this dude, I forget his name, dude named Hauser. He had some shit. And his, uh, his mama was like an alcoholic. Okay. And Hauser was like way younger than us. So we were like 18. Hauser was like 17. I said 16. But Hauser Mama alcoholic. We were just trapping out of Hauser Mama house. Because she didn't know what the fuck was going on. And she just liked smoking. So she was like, Weed's here. Oh, wow. Perfect. Yeah, this is so convenient for her. Yeah, so it was so perfect. My drug dealer lives in my house. Yeah. He's yeah, here. No better service. Yeah, the funniest <laughs> shit. I mean, one day Jeff was like, hey, man, go get the pack out of the house. I need you to get something from me. And I, I was like, well, who at the house? So I'm in, I'm in the house looking for the weed and shit. He's like, oh, nobody. I'm like, I'm in this white lady apartment <laughs> by myself. Nigga, are you insane? So I didn't even find out, I just left. But then I met my dog, Lim, through Jeffy. And then we just like, you know what I'm saying, just, just leveled up, mm. you know? And it went like, it was going, I mean, it was going, I could have been really good at it. I just didn't have a heart for it. Right. You yeah. had, did you have to be like ruthless or you had to just like not I care just, about the consequences? Just, I mean, you just, you just both. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just can't give a fuck. I feel know? like you were just selling weed at this point. Yeah. But selling weed out of, like, your friend's mom's place seems like... It's easy. A, I don't know, it seems but, like a sketchy a sketchy trap, though, right? Nah, but then dude, I started fucking with my dog, and it just got more, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. advanced and shit, like, different shit. And it's like, okay, this is this is it. Yeah. You feel me? Now, now I hang around niggas that murder people, and we the young boys, this is around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So did you ever have, like, an OG that got you into it? Like... I mean, like, so my thing was, uh, I was always with Lim, and he was always with the, the older guys. Gotcha. So they just knew me for being like, like oh, that's, your, that's his brother. So he just, you know what I'm saying? So I was always good because I was with, mm -hmm. I was with him. So it was like, it's a lot of older people that like fuck with him heavy. They're like, okay, we fuck with him too. And you start getting some money this way? Yeah. Like, I was how, doing good. How much money in the first like year? 15. Which is kind of when you ain't doing shit else. Mm -hmm. And then we was kind of, we was trying to like, trying to scam too. So it was like a lot. That shit was crazy. Scam shit was kind of like. What kind of scams? I did uh like track dropping shit like that. Okay, and yeah. how does that work? You just get a, a account and you drop checks in, and then. And where do you get the checks from? Make them. Wait, what? You make them. So you make the checks, yeah. fake checks, yeah, from anyone. Yeah, well, you got to get somebody. You got to get somebody an account first, right? And then you uh, when you get the account, you got to uh, drop the check into the account. You got to you got to do it like fast. Cause they'll, they'll find out that it's fake, and when you take it out, then you know what I'm saying. We just bust it out like that. Wow! And how much money you make from the from the? I from did the it one time. I didn't like it. Why did you like? It? I got a, I got a bad con like I'm just not a I'm not I'm not street oriented like that. You, know you don't have a heart for it. You're like yeah, yeah I ain't had a heart for it. Like yeah. I was fucking people over. Like niggas was like give me the whole bank account, and I was, we was just fucking them over. You're like a conservative scammer. You're like yeah. I'm not gonna take the whole account. I don't want the whole thing. A thousand but it, bucks. But it'll be a thing where like we drop we get like twenty thousand dollars. And then, like, the person that gave us that account, like, nigga, most of them would be like, nigga, you ain't get shit. Fuck you. And I'd be like, oh, I'll give you 500. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so you only did it a couple times, and you're like, I'm good. Yeah, I ain't need that But shit. you're still selling weed on the side. Yeah. 
All, All right. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are you like going to people's houses or are you just only having people come to the apartment? Uh, Both. Okay. Both. Well, we was on the road sometimes. That's how we went. Was it ever dangerous? Yeah. I mean, you doing shit like that, it's going to be dangerous. But in, in what way? Like cops, obviously. 12. <clears throat> ain't nobody robbed me. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I was in it long enough. Like maybe, shit, two years, ain't. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing a precepts. I'm not doing like nothing insane. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, just a little. Yeah, know. small saying that maybe, maybe like a pound, if anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you got pulled over one time with uh, like a pound in the car, right? Well, now I ain't get pulled over with a pound. We was uh, we were driving one day. It's like this is like kind of like deep into it. We were driving like around Wildwood, and we had like like thirty thousand. So a lot of pills. Maybe thirty thousand. It was a lot of pills. What kind of pills? You know. Uh, Percocets. <laughs> but it wasn't the clean. Couldn't it wasn't the clean. It couldn't have been, <laughs> though. Be. It was no way in here. I, I, I don't believe that shit to this day it was. You ever take one? Nah. Oh, you never took it? Uh-uh. Hmm. I ain't fuck with none of that shit. I ain't fuck with pills. Right. I ain't like, and, I ain't. And you knew not to do that because, like, your pops. You're like, I'll fuck with weed, but I'm not Yeah, gonna. weed cool. Pills is kind of crazy. Did you, you see people that? get fucked up from pills? Yeah, my, I got my homeboy right now. Mm. Yeah, like, it's it. That's it. We always laugh about that shit, and it's like, oh, fuck. Like, you like... Pills heavy. And you saw the damage, and you're like, yeah, I got to stay away. Yeah. I mean, pills ain't pills ain't nothing to fuck with, man. Mm-hmm. Nah, that'll fuck you up. For real. But we was driving by Wildwood. It was like late at night. We were just leaving for like, uh, what that was, St. Peter's or shit. And then um, we were driving in the car, and it was a car like on my ass. And I was driving. And the nigga that we were with, he had like a warrant out for his arrest. So we already got like kind of like in our mind life, well, we can't pull over. You know, we got guns in the car. I got all these pills in the car. You know, putting us. I just gotta go. And then uh, I was like, man, it's a car on my ass. I don't know what. It, I don't know what car to see. I couldn't see. It was dark. It was. It was like a one way road. You know what I'm saying? One way this way, one way that way. And so it was no lights. I ain't know what the fuck was going on. And then I was just driving. And then uh, they turned their lights on. And my heart went to my ass. And they just went around us. Cool, we're just going too slow. Bro. Yeah. And how, how'd you feel after that? You just like, bro, I can't. I, I, I knew that shit was over there. I, 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 I might have did like two mics then. That, I might have did like two mics. And then my dog, my dog, he would come to every, he was, he was at every mic in the beginning, like every mic. Oh, is that Lem? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He was at every mic in like the first two months. Did anyone, did anyone try to rob you? Nah. So you never got stuck up for, for drugs, pills, money? Uh-huh. None of that shit. So in your whole street career, how much money do you think you made total? Man, if that if I had like fifteen off the weed and like the the some of the scam, maybe like thirty five. It's, it's not bad. Thirty five tax free. Yeah, but it ain't shit. I mean, Out I of high all, school, I blow all that shit on dumb shit. What, what were you buying? Like guns and like you know what I'm saying, <laughs> shoes and shit, like stupidness. Because I was never going to use I was terrified. Nigga. I feel like buying that first gun probably feels cool. Oh, if I slept with it every day. <laughs> nigga, I slept with it. I was sleeping with that motherfucker for no reason. Bro, what, just like on the pillow? You got like a little pillow next to you? Just lay right there? Yeah, I had it under my pillow. Kiss it before bed? Just like, have a good night, my nigga. <laughs> I love you. you my pistol. Oh, that's funny. And you you would carry it with you? Yeah, I had it on well, my first couple of shows. I had it on, I had it on like, every show. Bro, who's going to run up on you at a show? Just that, was just, that was just because, like, with people I was, like, around and shit. Like, in case you start case. bombing? No, no, no. You just, just want to flash it? <laughs> y'all niggas would die. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, it was more like, a, like, I know the people I was hanging around back then, it was just like, I ain't know who who ain't like us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I ain't want to make, I ain't want to, I'm my only child, so I can't just die. You feel me? I'd be kind of fucked up. You always had a had an awareness and, like, a conscious 
Like, yeah. A, like a, yeah, you were always like, man, I can't, I don't want to be in the streets. I don't want to die. Yeah. And you got into the streets just because like you were around people that were doing it. That was it. It seemed I, interesting. It seemed like a good way to get some money. Yeah, and I didn't want to go to school. And right. I was tired of working at Foot Locker. And I was like, man, fuck, fuck it. I was like, we had a Foot Locker too. But I was just, I was just like, it was just like, the way I could, I could best explain it, it just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, that shit, that just wasn't in me. It was never, it was never really in me. You but feel what me? was the worst job you had before comedy? Shit, Publix. Publix was the worst? Publix was horrible. Bro, don't talk about Publix like that. Publix is, no, Publix is great to go to. It's great to go to. Publix is great to go to. Working nah. at Publix is a different story. <laughs> Nigga, I hated it, dog. Why? It's not your pleasure? Fuck no. Hell, not ours. Hell no. Come on, bro. Publix is horrible, Why? dog. Why? Bro, it's... it's but the, first of all, like, everybody in that motherfucker, it's like a cult. I mean, my first day, I was at the cash register. One of the man's walked up to me. He's like, how you doing? Nice to meet you. It's like the bit, like the top dude. Not the dude that's in the store and shit. Not the store match, like the dude above him. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Nice to meet you. I'm the... I'm the I'm so, so I'm like the district manager. Like, how you doing? Nice to meet you. He said, you just started? I said, yeah. And he said, how old are you? And I was like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm 20. I was like, how old was when I started feeling? I was like, I was like I'm, 20, I'm 22. And he was like, uh, he said, oh, he, how long you been? Like two weeks? He said, yes, sir. He said, we're going to need you about another 20 years. And that's a threat, bitch. <laughs> you just threatened me, you piece yeah. of shit. Kind of an insult, bro. Yeah. You're working at the, you're, you're, a bagging, you're bagging people. You don't even for 20 years. You think I'm, what do you, what do you think is going on here? He said bro? you have Down syndrome. That's what he thought. That's literally what he said. That's what he thought. He just looked at you and goes, oh, you're retarded. And you're like, what? What do you mean? Yeah, Publix was, was horrible. I hated Publix so much. <laughs> oh, damn. It was the worst shit ever. Why? What, were the clientele, were, were the people mean to you? Nah, not the people. It's just like, some of my managers was just dicks. And even the managers that was cool, it was like a, it just felt like a cult. It's like, nigga, y'all cool, bro. Why you gotta be like a, such an asshole today? How was it when you quit? Uh, I didn't I ain't really officially quit. Oh, you still working there? Nah. <laughs> what happened was I was uh Yeah, you're AWOL. You're I missing did. an action. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they told me. Every day manager, they do roll call. They're like, Cam? No, he not coming. Still not here? I had one manager <laughs> that was cool. The last manager I got, his name was Scotty. And I fought with Scotty because I was telling him, like, man, I'm going to do comedy and all that shit. He was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, even when I was, I was already doing comedy. But he came, like, like my last, my, he came, like, my last couple months at Putty before I moved out to Austin. I was already doing comedy and shit. And he was just like, he was like, yeah, man, you know, keep it up. You're going to be, I think you're going to be really good. I never seen you before, man. I think it'll be really, Scott was like a good dude. And I told him, I said, man, I'm going to go to Austin and I'm going to just come back every month. Is that cool? Just keep my job. And he was like, yeah, perfect. And I just never came back. <laughs> never came back. Next and time then, you go back, you got to pick up a shift. I Dude. can't. No, my manager, my manager that hired me, she called me. She was like, you know, you fired, right, nigga? I'm like, yeah, man, that's cool. That's <laughs> going well over here. If they got to tell you, like, yo, just so you know, you are fired. Yeah, it's, it's, they, you're fired. They call me, like, congratulations on everything going on. You are fired. Through, you know, right? <laughs> like, oh, perfect. Right you time. should reapply just to do a shift once a year. That's what I was trying to do there. That's a vibe. I can't wait to go back now. I want to go back to that bitch. Yeah, ball yeah. out. Pump yeah. subs for everyone. Yeah, except bro. for that one manager that's yeah. an asshole. Bro, that nigga, I hate that nigga. But the best part about his story to me is he loved Kill Tony. No. So you never even talked to him. You just know he knows. Oh, he knows. Oh, it's the best feeling. That's nice. Like, yeah, see me every Monday. Fuck, nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? What I'm saying. Like, Bro, hey, he's on the you. job watching you. Yeah. Fuck him. Bro. Good. I'm, that made me so happy because I hated that nigga with a passion. That's so funny. My, the, manager, the manager that I was cool with, Latoya, she called me. And she go, uh, you know, I only not know that you're doing good. is because uh, Evan, nigga, that Evan. She was like, Evan told me he was like, uh. It was like, you know, Cam's on a proper show called Kill Tony. He's a regular now, and I wanted to call him and tell him congratulations, but I thought he was going to cuss me out. 
And I was like, you made the right fucking decision. <laughs> Damn right. Got to cut his ass, slap out. I hate, but I can't stand that nigga. Bro, that is, that is wild. It's the best. That, that's a good feeling, though, the right? The best feeling. Oh. Are, there, the are there more people in your past that, uh, not that you want, like, revenge on, but just, like, like that you're like, damn, like, now that I'm, I'm coming up, yeah. it, it feels good to, like, pass. You know what I mean? Like, do you have, like, vengeance like that? No, not really. I mean, nah, I don't, mm-mm. For the most part, I ain't never met nobody I really hated. It's, that's the person I really met. I like, did, can't stand this nigga. Yeah. Everybody else has been like, man, you just, maybe I just caught you on a bad day or some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But no, 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 like, real life vengeance. And then what, what drew you to comedy? Like, you're playing basketball, you're focused on basketball in school, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Like, then you get into street shit. But, like, why stand up? So, in the middle of all that shit, in the middle from, from like, uh, from basketball to street shit, that was, I worked at Foot Locker. So, when I, when I got out, I started working at Foot Locker. Everybody in my footlocker was just like, hey, nigga, like, uh, but you funny as hell. I wear, you know, Westos Mall? Mm-hmm. I wear the Westos. Mm-hmm. And Westos was dead. Like, when I got there, it was dead <laughs> as shit. It's like a fucking flea market. Yeah. So we had all the time in the world, and I would just tell stories about me playing basketball and shit. And I would just tell them all these crazy stories about I'm a coach. And they was like, nigga, you should do stand up, nigga. I was like, I ain't doing that shit, man. And then I did it. I did it one time when I was 19. And it went well, but I didn't like the embrace I got. For like everybody else, like other comedy shit. From the scene. Yeah. I taught I try to talk to people out like, man, how do I, you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't give me no answer. I'm like, man, fuck, I just go back to trapping. So I was like, fuck it, and I ain't do it again until I was twenty two. Bro, is that annoying? Some comic, some nerd is like, Yeah, man, I don't know. And you're like, bro, I got a gun on me right now. Yeah, okay. No, <laughs> back then I didn't then I then I oh what I wasn't there yet. I was still like little 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 uh little zips and shit back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. And so you do it when you're nineteen, you kinda leave it, yeah. and then you come back when you're like twenty one. Yeah, 22. 22. Yeah. And then you revisit it. Yeah. And then that's when you meet Uncle Jolly, a.k.a. David Jolly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my, so when I came back, my mama, my mama asked me, she was like, what you going to do with you? Like, I was, just, I was in the house smoking weed. I will just be in my car there smoking weed, just serving. I will just be gone. Working you know? a footlogger, making money. Yeah, yeah, are, yeah. Are you, is your family aware that you're selling drugs? Nah. No, nothing. Uh-huh. You're buying just, nice shit, though. I just be gone. And what do they think about you having nice stuff? They don't, they don't, cause they don't really see it. Cause I'm buying shoes and shit. They just like, oh, it's just full locker discount. Mm. He just buying the shit with his full locker discount. I had so many shoes. Bro, you got the Louis Vuittons and they're like, yeah, it's new at full locker. It's full locker, full locker got those. Yeah, very limited. <laughs> so it's like, so I was doing like, I would, so they always thought I was just, I would, I was never big on clothes. And what I was, it was just full locker. It was just shit that we had a full locker. So I would have a discount on it and I was still like getting more money. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. but, uh, then what was I saying? Just like your parents thinking like, oh, yeah, you just, you know. Yeah, they had no idea. They my had... dad and I would be like, what the fuck? Because my mama, my mama kicked me out uh, when I was, uh, when I was like, when I was turning, when I was 21, when I was finna turn 22, she came out of the house and then my, uh, she was like, man, you ain't doing shit with your life. She was like, what do you want to do? I want to be a stand-up comedian. She's like, you're fucking crazy. You done it one time in your life and you ain't been back since. And now you want to be a stand-up comedian. What the fuck are you talking about? And then I was just like, I was at like real deal rock bottom. You know what I'm saying? And I was talking to my dad and shit. He was like, man, if you want to do this shit, go hard. Oh, wow. Yeah, because he, she, my mama called my dad and was like, hey, don't talk him out of this shit. Tell yeah, him he can't do this shit. Tell him to go back in the streets. Tell, tell him to start stupid. selling drugs. Yeah, tell him, tell him. <laughs> she was like, tell do him something realistic, like yeah. be a gang member. Yeah, go, yeah, kill somebody. You know what I'm <laughs> What's up, guys? We're going to take a break really quick because your back hurts. You want to know why your back hurts? Because you're using this thick dad wallet right here. Look at this thing. This is disgusting. What do you even got in here? You got. A SD drive. There's a 
golf ball in here. You got a freaking lighter. And I mean, there's so much garbage in this wallet. Cash, IDs, an entire, like what even, a tape measure in your wallet? Not me. Couldn't be me. You want to know why? Because I use the very sleek, the very thin extra wallet. Now, this is an awesome product, and I'm so excited to talk about it because this is a product that I genuinely use every single day. This is my actual wallet. Don't look at the card number. This is my actual wallet. As you can see, with one little push of a button, all my cards flare out. Everything that I need is easy to access. What I love about this is a few things. One, you're never going to lose it. You can get the additional tracker that goes on the back of your extra wallet, and you can find your wallet anywhere in the world. That's right. Just use your Google Home, use Siri to be like, hey, Alexa, where's my wallet? It'll tell you exactly where it is. What I like about Extra as well is that it's RFID protected. That means all these scammers that are walking up behind you trying to scan your back pocket to steal your credit card information, they can't do it with this. Mm-mm. Nope, this is a case of protection. This is as secure as it can be. This is Fort Knox for all of your financial products. So if you're interested in joining the extra gang, just like your boy, you can check out the wallets at shop.exter.com slash gagnon. That is shop, S-H-O-P dot extra, E-K-S-T-E-R dot com slash gagnon, G-A-G-N-O-N. And if you use the code Gagnon, you can get up to 25% off the entire site. That is correct. You can buy a wallet for you, your dad, your brother, your mom, your dog. Add them all up. Christmas time comes around, and you can hook up the whole family. If you want to do that, that's shop.exter.com slash Gagnon, and use the code Gagnon to get up to 25% off. I'm telling you, this will protect your credit cards. It'll save your back and it will make you throw away all those dumb CVS receipts that you don't need. Now, let's get back to the show. But where did that even come from in the first place? Like, were we watching stand-up growing up? Like, who my, who influenced you with that? My cousin did it as a bit part of that. He didn't realize. My cousin had no idea. Like, so my older cousin, his name Justin, and he, he my, uh, my, uh, my, my auntie and my uncle, they got, like, they got a good house, you know what I'm saying, together and shit. So I always go to my, they live in Temple. So I would always go over there and stay with him. Like my favorite cousin, the would all, I sleep in his room, and at night he just put on like stand up clips, not even clips, like just the whole specials. And he was sitting there, he would laugh, and I was like, I was young, I didn't really get most of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, I like, I like this. Some of my brain was like, man, this shit is hard. And even it, before people feel like, well, like, you should do it. I was like, I like eleven, like this is hard though. And and who was he playing? Do you remember? Cat Williams. Uh, earthquake nigga played a lot of earthquake, bro. Earthquake. Oh mess. my god, he had that one special. Uh, I mean, he would always play it. Even to the day, the last time I watched it with him was probably like 2020. 20, mm-hmm. It's an earthquake special. It's like a like a like a little font in the middle of it, like so you can't like copyright it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, I popped up on my TikTok the other day. It's just fucking. Crazy. It's it's one of my favorite specials of all time. And I said I forget what the fuck I forget what his name, bro. But it was that he'll play earthquake all the time. Uh, cat. Uh, Kevin, uh, who else? I'm trying to think. Mike Epps. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just everybody. And did you that? really admire Jesse? Like, did you did you like him in the way that you're like, oh, I want his approval? Hey, Justin. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, my, that's like my big brother. I was like, yeah, I need, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when he liked something, you were like, oh, I, I like this. This is cool. Yeah. And then it just got in you from there. Yeah. It kind of just, it kind of like when I, everybody asked me that question, I look back and be like, oh yeah, that was probably like the early stages of it. Yeah. Or like my mom was like, she would, I'll be, she had this rule on like the, uh, I couldn't watch, my mom was like super strict. Like, I couldn't watch TV or anything like on school night, shit like that. And then I couldn't like watch Comedy Central. 
Uh, and like I couldn't, I couldn't do a lot of shit when I was like real young. And then when I got older, she let me start watching TV on the weekend. Like I got a high, school, not in high school, like middle school, like sixth grade. I could watch TV on school days and shit. And then, but she would still come in and be mad if I was like on anything else. But like you know, what I'm saying, ditch all the other shit. But when I when I came in, I was like I would have like a Cam Hart special on like um Comedy Central. That'd be on. She like leave it, mm. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. So you got exposed to it. Yeah. And then you start coming up in the scene, and then that's when you like really start going. Well, when I met when I met Jalen, that nigga like that was just the the best thing for me. Cause when I met I met Jalen, and he was uh he's the only person I could relate to when I started doing comedy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So at first it was just me and my dog Lim, and we would go everywhere, we was everywhere together, just me and Lim, me and Lim. We were, I was still trying to serve and shit like that. And then at one point I was just like, bro, like I'm just gonna go in all in on this comedy shit. And he was went like so really like this is a great idea. Like, I think I think you go on us conversations, shit gonna pay off. You know what I'm saying? Cause you can also see that I didn't want to. I we, we would talk about it like, all the time. Like, what you wanna do with this shit? He like, I wanna be the biggest dope one in the city. It's like, but I don't want that at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you didn't know exactly what you wanted, but you knew I you didn't idea. want that. I know I didn't want that though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, that's that's the that's the game plan. Like that's the plan that's what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? When I started like being like, oh, I'm gonna do comedy, like for real, he was like, hundred percent, that makes sense. Like that makes hundred percent sense. So it, it went from uh me and Lim all the time, and then I met Jolly at a mic, and then Jolly just took me on his way. He always told me, he was like, don't treat this shit like the streets. You know, some of these niggas fuck, niggas, they don't know they weird. You know what I'm saying? Just be even kid. Taught me everything. Mm. And so it went from me and Lim, then to me, Lim and Jolly, and then <clears throat> they started doing, I started getting the comedy move, so I couldn't be around Lim as much. And then it was just uh, it was just me and Jolly from then, you know what I'm saying? And then we just, and it was crazy, because like, I, I could see like my dog getting like a, uh, so as I, I was getting better at comedy, he was getting like the same as that treatment from like the street. It was crazy. It was crazy to watch. I wanted to make a movie about that shit one day. Yeah. Like to just to, to, to see like the uh, the transition, like the change from you know what I'm saying. And did you ever talk to him about like his his street life, like in terms of uh, I don't know, like trying to pull him out? Like were you like obviously you can't really control it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like for him, if he's in that environment and that's what his his trajectory is, that's yeah. what he wants. Like you can't really steer it. But have you guys had conversations about like you know? Your path and his path. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. I mean, the game plan is to be like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? We all talk about like buying trucks and shit, mm-hmm. like buying like 18 wheelers and shit like that. So I was like, man, I just, I buy your 18 wheelers. Don't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why buy an 18 wheeler? Huh? Wait, buy an 18 wheeler? Yeah. Wait, what? So we could transport shit. Like, this, that's just money and that. I never got it, but he would always explain it to me. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, I'll just buy your 18 wheeler then, nigga. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? This yeah, start coming in. Be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't get it. it, it, it but yeah. I'll get it for you. He would explain it with so much comment. I'd be like, nigga, you know what you're talking about. Bro, I, I, I fall trapped to people like that. Yeah. Like, no, I'm telling you, man. We do this and we do this. And it's like, listen, I get you one. Like, let's, <laughs> let's start doing this. I'll get you one. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but we're always cool. talking about that. So it's like. That's a cool path. And that you two are both growing at the yeah. same time in different industries. Yeah. And then eventually. Like, as I'm curious, like, you know, because I, I think when you came up, I had already left Orlando. You were gone. I left in 2019. I would, I would, they, you, all oh, they talked about it, nah, nah, I'm nah. telling you, that was it. <laughs> oh, no, Malgat, no, Malgat, you and Preacher. Yeah, Preacher. Malgat, Malgat, no, oh, shit. I'll tell you, they always be like, he had a plan. <laughs> Mark had a plan and he executed the plan. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I did have a plan. I was yeah. like, I got to get out of here eventually. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because there were so many guys that we both know that are super funny that are just still there, and that and that's and they're cool with it. And they're like, yeah, I'm just gonna stay here. It's crazy, and that's their own little path. But I was like, I don't want this to be my path. Yeah, I, like I'm. I'd rather fail in the big place and like on the big show 
than, you know, be the biggest fish in the small pond. It's crazy. And some people get caught up in that. They're like, yeah, I'm completely happy just being here. And that's cool. Like if that's what they want. But some people I've talked to aren't really happy just being the big fish. And then, but they get kind of stuck. They're like, I got yeah. a family, you know. Got a wife, kids, all the other shit. Yeah, exactly. But I think you and I both knew like, nah, let's go for it. Like your dad said, go hard. Yeah. Like, and let's go hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come in, cause you can't like, at some point you reach the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And just like you can't go past that ceiling. It's kind of over now. Was it tough fitting? Because like a lot of those like Orlando rooms, you know, are sort of like like a lot of them are like coffee shops, and they're like very yeah. they're very white. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like they like a specific type of comedy in some of them. And you coming from like you know hood adjacent background, yeah. did you ever feel like you didn't fit in in those rooms or the nah, comedy circles? On, I'm like the, the the going back and forth. That's when it felt like cause like okay. So when I started doing comedy, I was still doing street shit. It was kind of like a weird. Like transition, mm-hmm. but as soon as I started figuring out comedy, like me as like a person, I'm like oh, this is, I can talk to y'all. Mm. As I talk to y'all, you know what I'm saying? This, this is easy. Like talking to y'all is super easy because you know? it's not, it's not no different. I'm just gonna bring you to my world real quick. Let me just explain to you what's going on with me. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think it, it kind of like it, it was like a, it just made it easier. Mm. Cause after, cause at first it was like oh shit, a bunch of white people, oh, it's gonna be weird. But I had to be like nigga, you grew up around white people too, nigga. You were just around black people a little more at the end. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at the end of what you were doing. But you you know, you got to talk to these people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And did you ever feel like insecure with who you were at the beginning to be like, oh, maybe I should change. Maybe I should whiten it up a little. Maybe I should, you know, change uh, something about me. Yeah, but that just came with like, that just came with time. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That just came with like me just being like, oh, because sometimes like I couldn't be a super over the top in the beginning. Cause it'll be too much. You know what I'm saying? I can't give you. I I started realizing earlier that I can't give you all of me right now. Mm. Like if, I'm, if I have five, if I was doing five minutes and I give you all of me in the first two minutes, I'm like, right, I don't know. But if I give you like a a, a brief synopsis and, and pull you in for a second, and then the last three, I just be like, yeah, let me tell you about this fuck nigga I had to almost try to kill. It's like, oh, what the fuck? Now it's like, but you already here now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I already got I already got to win here now. So yeah. it's like, you know what I'm saying? What can you you can't leave now? You too, you too bought in. Are you aware of your like effect on white people specifically? What do you mean? Like, I feel like when white people see you, they're it's like they're very endeared by you because you're extremely charismatic, you're yeah. extremely charming, but you're extremely authentic. You're still being cam the whole time. Yeah. And I think white people kind of enjoy being around that and then seeing it. Some you know people what I mean? change. Some people try to change that for like for white, but it's like. I'm saying like I, I I was just so thankful like my upbringing. That was like my like, looking back. Cause when I was a kid, but I had no idea like what the fuck. I think that's why I took that screen shit. So I wouldn't say serious, but just like I just like I don't know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For a long time, I was trying to figure out like who who the fuck am I? You feel like it was weird. It was weird for the longest time. Like going back and forth and shit like that. Like I'm not a hood dude. I'm not a suburban. What the fuck? What the fuck am I? You feel what I'm saying? And so that was uh. That's why I think I could just be in present. You know what mm. I'm saying? When I'm talking to people and just go back and forth. Right. You yeah. didn't have an external identity that you could attach yeah. yourself to. You're like, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a street. I'm not a hood dude. But nah. I'm not a suburban guy. Yeah. I'm just Cam. And so I, that's what, and that's why I feel like it's easy for me to talk like everybody. Cause like I'm just gonna talk to you as me. Right. You, you know can't be any other thing. It's, it's hard. It'd, it'd be yeah. impossible. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It'd be physically impossible for me to be something else. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're an outsider everywhere, so you had to find your identity. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but a comedy made me find it. Like comedy showed me like, all oh, these people just like me. They just 
You know what I'm saying? Just different backgrounds. Mm. And when you first started, like, I feel like people see you now and it's like two years in, every minute you're doing on Kill Tony, you're killing. Like, you're opening for, you know, in Chicago theater. Like, two, yeah. like it's crazy. But at the early stages, like, were there some good bombs that you had? Yeah. I mean, bombing, bombing didn't feel weird for me then. You know what I'm saying? Bombing never felt, I didn't, I can't even, I can't even remember like a, a really good bomb. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. a bomb the back then to me was just like, oh, okay, hey, on to the next. You know what I'm saying? Peace. I was saying it's like a little drum board. Bombing now I feel weird as shit. Wait, why? I did a show, uh, I was just telling I was just telling this shit on on on, on Christoph Podcast. I was doing a show and it was like a it was like a uh a, a benefit for the NFL players and shit. And uh uh Dan Muller was there. So like a bunch of Florida, old Florida players there and shit. Uh, Vince Taylor and Ross Padgett. Yeah. Were, they were on they were on the show. This was this was like three weeks ago. This was very recent. This is how fancy this shit was. There was mouthwash in the bathroom. Oh yeah. So it's like a real COVID event. They gave mm-hmm. they like we'll give we'll go they get, got like, Q tips sometimes. Yeah. Like little ear, Boy, it like, was crazy. I had to wear like a polo. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? It was crazy. And then um I, the lady who booked me, I was like, can I ask her a serious question? Or uh, can I be me? And she was like, yeah. I like, I don't think you understand. I'm telling you right now. It's, look at the people around you. Look at all these dresses and this gala shit going on. Can I do what I do as a comedian here? Do you need me to tone it down? She said, no, he, they know who you are and what you do. You'll be fine. And I was like, remember what you just said to me. The, the, I knew it was going to be bad because Ross was like, light me at seven minutes. And I'm getting ready to go light roast, and a, it's a big dude. He, either he, either he, uh, he take out the league, or he might still be in. He a big shit, and he was like, uh, he was like, "What's up with you, bro?" I said, "What's up, man?" He said, "Man, when they gonna stop this comedy bullshit, bro? Like, I'm, just, I'm just trying to dance." And I was like, "I feel that." <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree with that shit. No, and I'm going next, bro. And then I go up, and my first joke is about white girls sucking my dick. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm getting people. Because it's, it's, it's like it's people that's in the league. It's the people that's not in the league. They were trying to shout that. Younger guys fuck with me. It's not a set, it's not a set up for comedy at all anyway. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, I just see the the, the the dude who running it. Uh, and this guy, he probably too. Like, all the way. And dude who running it, his wife is freaking the fuck out. Like, she like, no, what the? Like, she's losing her mind. And so Vince come, he like, hey, man, speed it up. And I was like, what the fuck? I put through like 10. I did like three and I got the fuck out of the... Bro. It was horrible. And then they was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was like, y'all booked the wrong nigga, man. That's so cool that you have the the awareness and the confidence to be like, I'm not for you. Yeah. Like, I'm not for everyone. You guys didn't like me and that's totally fine. That's fine. Because I got these people over here that do like me, so I'm good. And you, I, it's... How do you have that self-belief where, you know, one bad show doesn't shake... Your confidence. You I mean, because I mean? you can't, I mean, you, especially in something that you love, but you can't look at it and be like, uh, like, uh, like that shit just taught me something. Like maybe, I, I knew after that, I was like, I can't do no more, no more corporate shit. Mm. I'm not a clean comic. You know what I'm saying? And I can't, I can't give you all of me being clean. You're wearing a button down shirt. Yeah. Like, like I, it's not you. It don't feel like me. I can't, so I want to be able to get some, like, and it's also like a thing where it's just like, man, I put my whole heart to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like everything I have goes into doing stand-up comedy. So it's like, I can't give you me if you're not willing to be, like, open to it. You know what I'm saying? So, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just, it don't really phase me like that. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It never really, I don't know, it just, it just don't phase me. Yeah. It's it, weird to think about, too. Yeah, I wonder where that comes from. I mean, like, your dad's confidence in you is yeah. big. And Dude. then even, like, someone like David Jolly, just being like, like, the coolest story you told me is, like, him being like, yo, let's go through your jokes in my apartment. Yeah. Like, t- talk to me about that. So he would, so when I first started, he would always, uh, this, is the, this is the best shit, too. He would always, uh, he'd be like, man, come to my apartment. Uh, I got to, uh, we tell my tell your jokes to me, and we'll figure them out. And I'd probably, like, two months in, and it'd just be him, his goddamn couch, and a mic stand, and a mic, and I was in. They weren't plugged in the shit, and we would just, we would just talk to each other. You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, whoa, make that bitch retarded. No, nah, make it, no, nah, make it go crazy. And he would just tell me, like, I mean, one time, me and my homeboy D was over there, and D didn't come at that altar, but when he did come, it was cool. And we and me and D both had these new jokes that were like Jolly was like D's gonna crush, and that was the first time being like that shit gonna be. Bro, usually he'd be like, "Why you think it's funny, right?" But these are from the from the start of the fans that we, the ones we were telling him they was like these are gonna be really and funny. Who's who the other person? Dude named D. D Watts? Nah, nah, not D Watts. Uh, uh, she named Shop with D. Mm. That what he called himself, D Lewis. Okay. And then uh, I don't think he do. I don't know if he do comedy no more. He should. Nigga was funny here, but yeah. we had these jokes that uh. He was jolly was like, D's gonna crush. And then uh D was like, oh hell yeah, nigga gonna have to start paying us now. And Jolly was like, Y'all niggas still garbage. <laughs> Y'all niggas still suck. You yeah. know what I mean? They gonna pay you for this bullshit. Oh wow. I mean, that's just so cool. He literally like like Coach Carter you. He's like, yo, get in here. We're gonna work this shit out, yeah. perform it, yeah. perform it again. It's like whiplash. Yeah, like, I wouldn't, was, and I wouldn't leave it that long either because I needed that. You know what I'm saying? I need yeah. somebody to like be like, oh, this is how you do it. He took all the like guesswork out. Like when you first start stand up, you're just like grasping at anything. And having someone that's an OG that's been in a long time being yeah. like, trash, keep that, work on that. Yeah, yeah. Do your delivery like this. It just like really it makes speeds it up the process yeah. and also gives you a lot more confidence. And that's cool that he did that for you. Yeah. Man, that's that's awesome. And it's cool that you got to pay him back. Yeah. Because now he's out in Austin. Yeah. And, and he he's, was doing, like, he's doing great. Bro, that Kill Tony episode? I was telling him on the pod, I was telling him on the lab when I was like, bro, it felt great in the moment. That shit felt beautiful. It was like, oh, shit. Like, me and my mentor, we don't stay together. But I watched that. Like, we look ignorant as shit, <laughs> dog. Nigga, we look crazy. But it's awesome. It's beautiful. Nah, it nah, so I'm gonna look back. I'm gonna look back in years and be like, oh, this is still the best shit ever. Were but, you in any way like nervous in the moment? Like, cause you just sat back and let Jolly just beat Jolly. Yeah. I knew cause I mean the one the one thing, even, even when he was drinking, he gonna crush. Yeah. Unless he like I and I and I it was, it was crazy when I got to the point where like I know when that when it when it's not gonna be a crush. Like I, I would have I'd have known when to pull him mm. like immediately. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was, it was, and it was kind of cool, like to be able to, like I know when it, and it will go too far, and he just never did allow it to be perfect. Yeah, it'd be time if you really watch close, he'll be dabbing me up too much. I'd be like, stop that, me. <laughs> like we done dabbed up seventeen times. <laughs> we need to fix some shit out. Oh, that's funny. And now he's in Austin. He's doing his thing. It's so cool to see, man. And sober. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, he's he hasn't really drank since that episode, right? Yeah, no, nah, he stopped drinking. That's amazing. He stopped drinking. I mean, can you watch the two and was like, oh shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause you, you can fuck up all the tunes like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like that nigga like changed so much to be out there for like for like a month yeah. already. So it's like, you don't don't fuck this up. Now it's cool that like he got the opportunity, like he gave you the opportunity, and yeah. then you got to give him the opportunity, and he's taking it seriously. Yeah. And cause Jolly's a beast. Fucking monster. He can he can do whatever he wants to do. It's insane. As long like, as, as long as he can just stay, you know, locked in and focused. 
And long as he do that, I don't think nobody, nobody. The only person that can stop Jale is Jale. That's yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing, like, to see. Like, okay, now you now you really locked in. It's kind of like, hell yeah. Now that you're, like, popping and coming up through Kill Tony, have a lot of people from back home hit you up? Yeah. Yeah. People have hit me up. They'll be like, oh, I'm coming out these days. I'd be like, man, that's so much shit going on. I can't even. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I first got to Austin, and I would hit everybody up, and I'd be like, why nobody hit me back? And I got, I really got, I was like, oh. It's too much to respond to. Yeah, it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's it's a lot. Like that's why even even going to cities now, like I don't like hearing people up and be like, "Well, I hit you up. I don't want to do." Like I know you cool, but I'm like, man, I don't even want to. Like the the bothers is crazy. Like, I just I'll be here and I will let you know and shit like that. But it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, that's that's a that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. But I I don't know, man. I get it. Like for people that. I really trust and believe in. Like, if you hit me up, it's like, I want to try to help you out as much as I yeah, can. Yeah, but because, some people is like, Yeah, I doing? get it. But it's like, I remember being in that spot. I remember, yeah. like, you know, moving to a spot or moving to a new place, just being like, damn, I got to restart. Like, I don't know anyone yeah. here. You know what I mean? Like, like Schultz really helped me out a lot. And, that like, without him, I don't know where I would be at. Like, that, like he gave me so much of a push. Yeah. And now when people come up, I'm like, if I can give that same push. Yeah. Like, my thing is, I'd be like, man, you just fuck with me when you get here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like my, my a lot of my homeboys will move. Like, come on, homeboys move too. Like my dog Tony Williams and my dog Rad, they move. And I was just like, man, I just you know, so just, just come with me. I get y'all as much shit as I can. But yeah. like to hear people up and shit like that, cause nobody gonna answer anyway. Just be around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Who's so, the Who's the craziest person you grew up around? Do you remember like the characters in like your dad's neighborhood that you're like, oh, this guy was certified crazy? It was a uh, It was a neighbor. That we had, and then uh, we were playing basketball out the street. This dude I was cool with, he was next door. We were playing basketball out the street, and that's when I realized a lot of people were insane. He, we played, we lost, we came back, and then we was talking to the, uh, the his dad. We was like, man, we were finna fight them boys, and he was like, man, y'all should go back over there to fight them boys, and if y'all lose the fight, come get me. Like, what are you gonna do? And I realized, like, he was gonna, he was gonna, you gonna shoot at some kids, man? fight some children? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Like, what are you talking about? I was like, that nigga's insane. Oh wow! This nigga, he's not a saint. Like he's not a good person. Whatever happened to him? I don't know. My dad would never let me go in their house. Now I really, I'd be like, he don't don't go in that fucking house. No, what's going on in the house? I went in one day. I was like, oh, I see why. Yeah. It was, it was, but you did go in. Hmm? And what's the deal? It was just every, everything, nigga. Like, it just wasn't a good house. <laughs> my dad kind of had like I don't think he ever been in that motherfucker before that. But it was just like that intuition, like he don't go in that fucking house. Bad energy. Yeah, my friends was like, let's go play the game, like. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Go play the fucking gang, nigga. Did you get in fights a lot growing up? Nah, I couldn't fight real good. Did you get in any? I got in the, the one fight I just told you about. Mm-hmm. And then um, most most time I talk my way out of fights. I yeah. would talk my heart to be like, hey, you don't want to do it. Even the fight I got in at school, I was like, I was like, uh, I, I, the funniest shit is I was winning that fight. <laughs> I was busting his ass. Like, I ain't going to hold it. He was bigger than me, and I was beating the shit out of him. And it felt good. Yeah. It felt so good to the point where like, I was like, I'm hitting it with the razzle dazzle. And <laughs> I'm like Muhammad Ali. Right? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm hitting it with the one with the E right here. <laughs> and I went to go pick him up. Nope. <laughs> Not a good idea. That's pretty stupid. Because he, he was bigger than me, dog. He, he, he grabbed my waist and he was finna pop bomb me. 
And I, all I remember somebody going, don't kill Cam, nigga. And they stopped. They stopped. That's <laughs> still your teammate. That's yeah, still your like, teammate, bro. Don't kill Cam. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the whole Don't kill Cam, nigga. That's hard to hear in a fight that you were winning. Yeah. You were winning at one moment. And all of a sudden, like, all right, well, don't come it, on. It was over. Be cool with him. Bro, it was, it was so. <laughs> I remember when my coach killed us off, he, he stopped after the after he left the other dude out fighting, left the room. He was like, why did you try to pick him up? I was like, I didn't make good decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the post-fight press conference. You're like, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I misjudged that situation. I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, if I hit with that guy, now Razzle Dazzle, nigga, it'd be beautiful. <laughs> Razzle Dazzle. Like, I know, if I could just, if I had a pit up and slammed his ass, <laughs> oh, my God. If. Yeah, but yeah. You know, I know you like rocks, but that's a big rock. You, can't, big, you can't move nah, that rock. That nigga was huge, dog. <laughs> like, thinking back on like that was pretty fucking, but adrenaline pumping and shit. Yeah. It's just like, nah, I can move anything right now. <laughs> and because he was swinging, he was missing. And I was swinging, I was hitting, I was like, oh, I'm fucking him up. Yeah. One for the old shit. <laughs> that I and I, I think that's like, I think that might have been my last real fight. And then you talked your way out of the wrestling. Yeah. Were there, I, any, were there any like crackheads in your dad's neighborhood? Uh, not really. Nah, they didn't not come really. around. Uh, uh-uh. cause what I'm telling you, I was hood Jason. I was there, but it was like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you ever see them like when you would go into like your friends' neighborhoods? When I was at my grandma, my grandma stayed in Gainesville. Yeah. And I remember one time, shit, it was like a, it was like a it was damn near a crackhead right across from my grandma. And there was a nigga walking down the street with an umbrella with no panels. And it was raining outside. <laughs> I'm like, that's crap. Like, I know that's crap. That's no, there's no other drug. No. No other fucking drug. No, there's no way. Cocaine, he'd be running. Yeah, he'd be running. You know what I mean? Mushrooms, walking, mushrooms, he'd just be enjoying it. Enjoying the rain. Umbrella panels. Like the, no, not, like the little springs, like the little rods and shit. Nope. All the shit in between, mm-hmm. gone. Like, it, it was kind of perfect. It's like, <laughs> like, he cut it out. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> That shit was crazy. But sometimes you see a cracker with so much confidence, you're like, Yo, oh, he know he knows something. He knows something I don't know. And my my uh my uh my my step my brother was a cracker. I call him my uncle. My uncle heard you cracker. Mm-hmm. And what, and what was his what was his game? He would crack. Just just <laughs> like he would he would go. Uh, I tried to tell the story on stage a couple times, but it never would work. When I was uh when I was I got into comedy and he was he uh. He was just, he was on and off like you know what I'm saying he would relax all the time and shit and then one day he was driving trucks and he came home and he had like this fucking knot on his face and my dad always tried to help him out you know what I'm saying my stepmom kind of washed their hands with him a long time ago but my dad was like he always like no that's family we gotta help her about you know what I'm saying help her and shit like, actually I'm glad you had this shit <laughs> so he was like he was like man we gotta help her about man her it's your that's your brother you gotta help him and so he came back for a couple of days. And he had this knot, knot on his head, one of his eyes swollen shut. And he was like, I know what y'all think, right? Oh, her was trying to get crack again. No. I was in a car accident. Real bad. Yep. That's what happened. And then for a couple of days, he was just like, I'm telling y'all, I was in a car accident. And then one day he was like, you never let go to the store. Go to the store with me. So we were riding to the store. He was like, I love you. Everybody believed I got in a car accident. But I'm lying. I was in the west end of Atlanta. And I was trying to buy some crack. And the young niggas pistol with me because they seen the money I had in my pocket. And they were trying to extort me. And I wasn't going for that shit. So there I no no lie. That's why and I tried to make this shit a joke and it was just too sad, but this is really his next words to me. He goes, <clears throat> They tried to extort me and I said, Hey, let me smoke that crack for y'all kill me. And I can die. <laughs> and then he goes, They let me go, nephew. Those are good people. Like real shit. So after that, after that happens, I'm, I was telling you, uh, me and my dad shared a car for a minute, and uh, my dad got all this cam so funny merch, 
Like he got like cancer for his shirts, cancer for the hats. Like he did this whole thing. Then we had it, we had it all in the back of the car. We had nowhere to put it in the house. We had it all in the back of the car. And uh one day I was I was doing a show in Gainesville and uh uh my uncle called me. He like, hey, let me go ten dollars. I'm trying to buy this hat. You know what I'm, I'm trying to get this hat. It was like two o'clock afternoon. I'm not afternoon in the morning. He's like, let me get I just need to get a hat. Like, I don't get some lady shit. So no, the corn store's open, let me get I'm ten dollars so I get a hat. So he get the money for the hat and shit. And then um the next day I get back home and my uh my dad Carter has been breaking down for a minute and he uh worked with the mechanic sometimes. Cause my dad got like a hood mechanic that he go to and shit like that, so he be <clears> that <throat> fix all this shit up. And then um he told the mechanic, like, let me take the car for a test drive, make sure it worked good. And then he took the car and then uh my dad was calling him all that that day, and he wasn't answering the phone. They would call him again. He said, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just doing some errands. My dad's just a nice guy. He was like, all right, cool. Just bring the car back, Herb. The next day, Herb called my dad, and uh, I answered the phone because my dad was doing something. I asked, I said, what's up? What's up? Oh, hey, hey, what's up with you? He said, put your dad on the phone. <clears throat> I was like, why? What's up? You good? He said, put your, go ahead, put your dad on the phone. I just heard, I just heard him just, my dad go, what do you mean? What the fuck is What you mean? He, he, the nigga sold the car for crack. <laughs> he sold the car for crack. All the cancer and funny shit and everything, he sold that shit for crack, nigga. <laughs> nigga sold. Bro, bro and, then, and then he told my stepmom, cause my stepmom a real street nigga in my eyes. He told my stepmom, she was like, if you won't have that car back in 12 hours, we calling the police. And then he said, he was so fucked up, he goes, you call police on me, I'm giving the dope boy your address. And she was like, what the? Nigga, what? <laughs> you stole our car. Yeah, it's insane. It was crazy. And my dad still cool with him. So what happened? The car was gone. <laughs> what you mean? He sold it for crack. It's gone. And so, like, they never they never called the cops on him? Bro. And what were you more mad about? The car or the, or the merch? Uh, I was more mad that he just didn't fuck about it. Like, that was, that was our only transportation. That's all the way I could get the shows and shit. And was this in Gainesville? No, this is in Florida. This is in Orlando. Oh wow! Yeah, I was in. I was doing shows in Gainesville, but I wasn't. I wasn't in my dad's car. Bro. I went with somebody else. How much he sell the car for? Do you know? No, no, no. I have no idea. Just fifty bucks. Yeah, plus some dumb shit. It was just and it was just gone. But that that the shit that fucked me up. I was like, nigga, like, come on, bro. Like my dad do all this shit for you. You know what I'm saying? My dad lay like like he was his own brother. And you you know that's the only that's the only type of place that we we got to get around. I'm doing this comedy shit. You know I'm doing this comedy shit. You know that's how I get to everywhere I'm trying to go. And then what are you? That that hurt me the most. I'm still I still fuck with him. He's still a good dude. Bro. But it's all like, damn, nigga, what are you? I mean, it was kind of a car accident. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, like he was like, yo, I got in this car accident, yada yada. Like No, he didn't. He just sold the car. You know what I mean? That's a different type of accident. He's yeah. like, yo, I, I sold the car. I got. I had an accident. No, that was that was different. <laughs> that was that was a, that was a different, different time. This when he had a knot on his head. That was like that was like a. I think that was maybe like, maybe like a year before he stole the car. Oh, it was yeah. a year before. Yeah. So he told yeah. So he did that shit, and then he he got back on health, got back on his feet, does his own shit, and then just, just relapsed again. Bro, you kind of gotta be an asshole to buy a car from a crackhead too. You know yeah, I mean? a fucked up person. Cause you know right. not. Bro, the best, the funniest shit about it is uh they was looking for it and they got, it kind of got like on the they they never really and I don't think they ever found it. But we he he took us to the house where he sold it at and uh uh my cousin looked over the uh, the fence and a nigga was wearing the cancel funny shit. So the funniest shit to me 
is that, that when this shit like really happened, I'm like doing shows, somebody had like one of them original cans of shirts, I'm like, nigga, where the fuck? <laughs> where the fuck did you get that? Hmm? Nah, nah, bring the nigga to the back. What the <laughs> fuck did you get that goddamn shirt? Yeah, he nigga? thinks he's supporting you. He's like, yeah. oh, look, look, I got look, the shirt. The original. Bring this nigga here. Bring him, bring him to me. You uh, got my, my dad's Toyota Corolla. Yeah, where the goddamn truck at? <laughs> We're still looking for that goddamn truck. What kind dude. of car is it? It was, a, uh, it was a Jeep. It was like a, no, what? Shit. Well, it was like a Dodge. It was like a Dodge, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Fuck. It was like a little box. Fuck with that bitch, uh, Dodge, uh, it wasn't a pickup truck. It was like nah, just a nah. big car. It was a big car, like SUV. A, yeah, 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 bro, like pre- decently new. Nah, like 2012. <laughs> That's not bad. It nah, it wasn't horrible. But it was like that was a, that was just our way to get. That was my dad. Like first car he had in a long time. My dad like license, I had all the other mm-hmm. shit. So that's my dad first car he had in a long time. That's good promo though for you. Like like the shirts got out there. You know what I mean? More people are wearing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, who the fuck can't for fun? I don't know, but his uncle smoked crack. <laughs> I know his uncle smoked crack. <laughs> yeah. that's you gotta be a little bit grateful, bro. You you go to a show and fucking you know. Nah, if I see that, I'm losing my mind. I'm be like, first, I'm be I'm be, when I'm be excited. I'm be like, first of all, nigga, how the fuck did you get this shit, bro? Yeah, it's crazy. The, the guy probably started selling the shirts. He probably looked you up. He's probably a fan. He's probably a huge fan. He's listening to this right now. He's probably like, oh, shit. They sound me out. Yeah. Oh, fuck. fuck He's got nigga. the OG merch. Yeah. And the one hats. One of one. They got everything, bro. And the hats. They got everything. That's a, I mean, that's a big come up. Like, he hit the jackpot big time. He's selling, he got a car for 50 bucks. Bro. Plus all the original merch. This nigga won, though. Bro, you gotta, you gotta make that into merch. You got to, you got to like, I stole, I got Cam's stolen t-shirts or some shit. That's fine. I was trying to make it, I was trying to make it to the joke for like the longest. Yeah. I just could never find a way like the angle and shit. Bro. To like, tell everybody like, hey, my, uh. That shit really helped your career, I think. Yeah, probably the reason I'm out here. I think I, it really is. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, the, the main reason. You got to call your uncle be like, yo, thank you so much for spreading the word. Thank you. Yeah. The funny shit, I got a joke about, uh, cause that's not, that's not my real uncle. So I got a joke about, uh. Kissing his daughter, cause she was my first kiss. Don't it's say a whole it, thing. bro. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. You really call like your people your uncle, and all of a sudden they have a hot daughter, and you're like, oh no, he's my my mom's yeah, friend. Yeah, no, no, that's what it is. That's just, my it's my stepmom's brother. Picking and choosing. It's bro. my stepmom's brother. Picking and choosing. It's my stepmom. As soon brother. as you're at the family reunion and there's a hot ass cousin. No, no, <laughs> no, wrong. That's my stepmom's brother. Man. And and how, what's the daughter like? Well, shit, that's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. It's a, I still, I still do that bit. Like, it's, it's <laughs> okay, a whole thing. It's okay. a lot. I tell you, I tell you. <laughs> but right. it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, guys? We're gonna take a break really quick from this amazing conversation. And as you can tell, being you know a comedian in today's world can be very difficult. It can be very hard. You know, it's not hard. Submitting a claim with Morgan & Morgan. Never in human history has it been easier to submit a claim through Morgan & Morgan. Here's what I love about Morgan & Morgan. Okay, you can submit a claim in like eight clicks or less. It's like buying something on Amazon or, some, or buying something on Uber Eats or something like that. It's never been easier. It's not like the traditional way of trying to find an attorney, going through a phone book, Googling a bunch of names, attorney in my area, reading through a bunch of sketchy reviews. Is this guy going to rip me off? Is he good? Is he bad? You have no idea. But with Morgan & Morgan, it's very simple. They are trusted nationwide. It's never been easier to submit a claim. And here's the craziest part. Their fee is free unless they win your case. That's right. You don't pay... Any money, zero dollars. How's that sound? Zero dollars unless they win your case. Their incentive is to help you get fair compensation for your claim. So if you're ever injured, you can go 
to Morgan and Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. For more information, go to ForThePeople, F-O-R, thepeople.com, slash Gagnon, G-A-G-N-O-N, or dial pound law. That's pound 529 from your cell phone. That's ForThePeople, F-O-R, thepeople.com, slash Gagnon, G-A-G-N-O-N, or dial pound law from your cell phone. This is a paid advertisement. If you are interested in submitting a claim very easily to a trusted attorney, attorneys nationwide, you could check out Morgan & Morgan. Now let's get back to the show. <laughs> my, my favorite thing to do that the medicine when I when I uh, when I know I'm finna go up and somebody walks out and go to the bathroom, I just be like, "Hey, nigga, I saw you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I saw that. Like, yeah, I just Bro, want you to know I saw that." Has the opposite ever happened? Well, my I was man. That shit happened to me before. For real? I was in a, I was a, uh, like a little coffee shop in Orlando one time. Yeah, went in there. My tummy was hurting. Oh. Guess what I did? Huh. I ruined the bathroom. Yeah, destroyed it. it. Yeah, I ruined like on, like didn't even make it to the toilet. Shit everywhere. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> Bad. Shit, not not, not that bad, but it just, it just stunk. Was crazy. It just stunk. It was not good. Yeah. And then the guy, I open the door, there's this guy that walks in, and the second I open the door, he's just like, like it hit him, like smelling salt. Just, <clears throat> and like he, he passed out. I fucking woke him up. And, and he was like, all right, I'll go to the bathroom. And he walked in there, and I was like, damn, I feel so bad. Like, fuck, I really ruined this guy's whole day. Yeah. And then he lost the coffee? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Aussies, and then he walks out, and he's like stumbling. You know, he's like, he's not he's in good dying. shape. Yeah, he's not yeah, good like, he, he survived Vietnam. He got yeah. mustard gas. And then he walks out, and then I go up on stage, and the second I walk on stage, it's packed room. I look over. He's in the front, and he's just looking at me like, this nasty motherfucker. Yeah. And I, sh- I, I shit on him again. Oh, you did I was like, yo, you're the guy that stunk up the bathroom. That's funny. And then everyone was like, oh, is it? Because now at this point, the whole place stinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The coffee smell couldn't even cover it. That's hilarious. And at this point, this, and they, they think it's him. And the guy's like, what do you mean? It was, it was you. And I was like, oh, really? I'm on stage. How could it be? Man? How could it be? I'm me? the perfect alibi. That's funny. I'm right here. Damn, and that's funny as shit. Evil, evil, bro. fucked up. Evil. It was, you, so you said all the coffee was packed up. Oh yeah, yeah, that's crazy. When I was coming up, that was like the spot. There would be times where you'd be on stage, the whole shit was packed, and then they would put people on the stage. Like you would literally just be in the center of like it might be like fifty people, and that's a small little place. That's smart. Every that's, booth is full. Yeah, and they were like ready. Man, we'd be lucky for like twenty people. Damn. Yeah. yeah, the scene, especially after COVID, changed so much. Like I haven't been there since twenty. Everybody was saying that they were like, man, it died. <laughs> it died. Isn't that great when you're coming up? Yeah, it's pretty you're, you're trying your best, and everyone's like, "Man, this everything's awful." It was, like, it was way better. I'm like, I kind of like it now. I just got here. Yeah, like, no, everything <laughs> was way better before. Yeah, yeah you should have just came earlier or something. Yeah, I was in high school. Yeah, like, what do you what, what do you want me to do, nigga? I was busy selling yeah, weed. I was for trying no to money. kill people, nigga. Yeah. Yeah, man, well, they, leave me alone. Yeah. Did you ever sell your gun? You still got it? Nah, I, uh, I sell my it's still in my dad's garage. In the garage? Yeah. Just, my stepmama found it and she got real mad. Oh, really? Yeah. What'd she say? And then I sold all the other ones I had, but she was like, uh, she was like, either you get rid of this gun or you got the goddamn house. Cause my dad knew I had one. He just died. I had to just cuss. Mm. And then my stepmama was like, yeah. So I just put it in the garage. And then after, when I started doing cotton for real, I was like, I don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's good. I mean, now you're in Texas. You could have it. You could have I it on your head. I could just have one. I never, but I. You, know, you could shoot it in the comedy club if you want. And they'd be had no problem. Yeah, I think people would join you. They'd be like, hell yeah. Like, oh, shit. I know we could do that again. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, man. as your closer, bro. Talk to him, man. Let that shit rip. I like this guy. He yeah. gets it, man. Real <laughs> Texas shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You're bombing the whole show. You shoot the gun. They're like, standing ovation. Finally, some real comedy. He's one of the best comedians in my life. <laughs> this nigga has the best, has best ideas. It's kind of crazy. He's a genius, bro. Yeah. Modern day Carlin. Oh, that's funny. Did you ever, uh, were your parents, are they from Florida? Yeah, my mama from uh, Gainesville, my dad from Jacksonville. Okay. Do you believe in ghosts? <clears throat> Vaguely. A little bit? Yeah. You ever seen a ghost? Uh, you see a ghost? No. 
I, I did have a guy in this building, a crazy guy that broke in. Mm-hmm. And then he told me that there were ghosts in here. You believe him? I don't know. But the crazy guy broke in. You believe that guy? He broke in and he was like telling me, he was like, yo, the ghost told me don't put this bucket inside this bucket. Oh, and he took me to a supply closet and he was like, the buckets are separate, right? And I was like, yeah, they're separate. He's like, keep them that way. And then he left and then I went back in the supply closet. I looked at the buckets and I was like, I'll keep them separate. Yeah, keep them separate. Why Let's- not? That's to the crazy guy. Right? Why not? Yeah, yeah, he he believed that firmly. And then here's the worst part. I go in there like three weeks later looking for something. I see the buckets inside each other. I said, nope. Remove them. <laughs> now he's making me crazy. Now he's making you insane. It's like, because I'm, I'm just like, why not? It's such a low cost to not be haunted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's artifacts in here. There's, all this shit might yeah, be this haunted. Shit, so you brought all this shit in here? Yeah. <laughs> How else you got in here, bro? I'm saying like that's hard. I don't know if you. I don't know if you decorated got them TP hut, nigga. This shit yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. Nigga. Nah, nah, I went for it. I went for it. Yeah, this you you want to do like movies and shit? You think you'll do like uh, yeah, TV show, movie, yeah, podcast? I'm trying to start one with my with my dog White Cam, but I don't know how, how, how that's gonna how long it's gonna last. Why? But I just so focused on this comedy shit. Like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So doing the podcast just like I mean, I, and I fucked up too. I told him we should do it every Friday, but I'm not. I'm not there no more. <laughs> That's fucking stupid to me. That's very dumb. Yo, let's record Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably be free Saturday night. <laughs> I should be free Saturday what night. else am I doing? Yeah, you know I mean? the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing the podcast Saturday night. Oh, I'll be in Austin Saturday night. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. So, yeah, and then, so yeah, I, I like the podcast shit. But movies, movies yeah. would be dope. What would be like the ideal, like, five year trajectory? Like, if you could write the next five years, let's say I gave you a book, like, yo, write five years. What would you write? Uh, moving this shit, man. I'm really one. I got this shit in my mind. That I got like when I in that, early September we are gonna get this shit off the off the ground. It's called like Cam in the Whites, and I think that shit can like really like be something. What is that? It's a it's a show that I that I uh, that I thought about with just me doing like this white shit I never done before. So like the first episode of me, I'm going rock climbing. Oh, that's fine. And then I'm going like I think it's gonna be rock. I'm between rock climbing and, and and mountain bike riding. Bro, you're gonna love it. Yeah. You love rocks. I love rocks. So I think that'd be dope. Rock climbing is like it's just my everything I love together. It's basically only rocks, bro. Yeah. That's like the whole thing. It's the first that's the first name of it. <laughs> yeah. It's a rock. Why do you think I picked it? Yeah. <laughs> I picked it for no reason. I didn't know. Like, well, yeah. Yeah, rock why. collecting. You can do rock collecting. Yeah. But I want to do like extreme shit, like snowboarding and you know I'm saying wakeboarding, like yeah. you know, some shit like that. And yeah. just make it funny. Like I am doing it with men like comedians. So I got somebody that's with me, his name, his name Maverick. And uh, he'll go with me all the time. And the first one I'm doing, my dog Lucas, he like do rock climbing for real. So mm-hmm. he teaches me the roads about rock climbing. And then we'll just make it funny. And then uh, the bike dude is not a comedian, but uh, I'm having math with me doing everything. So it'll be like we can riff and do shit like that. You got rocks on you right now? Yeah. Wait, do I? Nah, I got a, I got a gym that I like. Mm. Some white lady gave me this gym. Maybe it wasn't somebody gave me this shit. Yo, what do you think it is with white people and uh, and and like crystals and shit? I don't know, man. What do you one think? one lady came up to me after Kill Tony was like, "Oh my gosh, oh I have this pen that was blessed by a witch." I like get the fuck away from me, get the fuck away from me right now. Because you don't know about ghosts, but witchcraft though. Yeah, it's just that's crazy. Yeah, but this, I mean, how do you know if this is not cursed? Nah, it should be fine. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. How, you can tell. Yeah. How can you tell? I mean, I look at it. You can, you can feel it. Yeah. Like, like what? Well, what's you the, know the, the funniest shit. Some somebody handed me this shit. Like yeah, I just I just thought it looked real nice. You should have it. I was like, oh, thank you so much. And they gave me like this meaning behind it, but I just like the part right here. Yeah, yeah. Break down a good rock for me. Like what? Like what? Something just like, cause it's not a real rock. This is a gym, and I had a rock that I liked a lot, but it's more like a. Oh, that's nice. See, it's good, right? That's nice. Nigga, if you catch me before like them theater so I got a fucking rock in my hand like that, and I'm pacing. Yeah. Back and forth, just rubbing the fuck out of that shit. You get anxious? Yeah, I got anxiety, nigga. 
You get anxious just on the, like just for nothing. Like like if you're like hanging out in your apartment, you feel a little anxious. Nah, it, it, it groups of people. I got social. I think I have social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like on stage is different. It's cool and shit. But like when it just like groups of people, like one some people somebody complimenting me and shit, I just go to sweating like shit. Like crazy. Like I sweat easy. Like sweating is crazy for me. I mean that's a Florida thing. I mean, I'm saying like, <laughs> I sweat like. Even for a Florida dude. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Oh, wow. Like, come out, my brain's just gonna be like, just start thinking about a whole bunch of shit, and I'll be like, oh, I'm sweating, and I can sweat more. That's why you wear the sweatpants. Yeah. You, you can sweat in those. I can sweat in those. I'm like, oh, the sweatpants, not me. Yeah. But I, th- I, I really do think I got like social anxiety and shit. From, from what? What do you think that is? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a social guy, but at some points, it's just like, I don't wanna. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's like the least ideal social environment? Like a pet club. You're in a club. A yeah. bunch of people around. Yeah. Maybe people know you and they're coming up to you being like, yo, man, I love you. Yeah. Like, if I'm sober, that shit's horrible. Yeah. It feels weird. Yeah, but you would just leave? Uh, I'll be there for a second. But I just don't like being like, I don't know, like, it's very weird. Because, like, even coming on stage, it's like, okay, you 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 see me on stage and, like, I, I and then most of the time, I, I don't feel like talking like the regular, like, people all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I, I can fuck with y'all. They cool and shit, but it's just like... Y'all don't get me on this level. You comment two years, I just to change the brain. Yeah, 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 We fucked up people. Yeah. So you're talking to comments every day and then trying to talk to like a regular person. It's like, we're not going to think the same shit is funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it definitely starts to warp your brain and what you are drawn to. Yeah. And then sometimes you'll meet just like, just a healthy person. Yeah. And then start talking to them and, th- and they'll be like, whoa. What the fuck are you talking about? And you're like, yeah, you're right. I went too far. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't, I'm sorry. You, you, everything in your body, everything about you just like screams like health and my brain just screams fucked up. <laughs> and I <laughs> yeah. apologize for that. Yeah. Because we're not, we not wired right at all. Mm. Yeah, 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 no, I don't think so. We're not wired right at I all. I used to think that I was. I yeah. like that idea of being like, nah, nah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Nah, I'm not. I don't nah, know. None I, of us are. I got a lot of anxiety. Nigga, we walk in front of fucking thousands of people they go like they gonna like this idea. That's insane. Yeah, you gotta be crazy. Nigga, that's not gotta be. We are crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody go. Yeah, yeah, they gonna like this idea that I thought of. These thousands of people, they gonna they gonna enjoy this. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I felt that anxiety a lot, bro. Like I didn't even realize I had it. Yeah. Because it was always there, until I finally started to check it. Yeah. Loki, I had this mushroom trip that really helped me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that meditation really helps me a lot. Yeah. Like meditate, prayer kind of vibe. And now I feel less anxiety. Yeah. And it was only when I turned it off that I was like. Oh, I've just been anxious this whole time. Like, did you feel that? Like, what, when I was at Foot Lock, I would get, I would start sweating like a lot. People ask me questions and shit like that, like anything, like it's just something I just, the slightest thing made me uncomfortable, and I just go to sweating. I'm like, oh, this is anxiety. Yo, can I see this in a size nine? And you're like, no, nah, it'll be some shit. Like, it'll be a girl that come in, and I think she look good or some shit like that, and I want to fuck with her. Mm-hmm. And then, this is really bad when I was smoking weed too. This would be worse. And then uh and then I give her the shoe and then if I wasn't like in like the flirting vibe or some shit like that, she started flirting with me, my brands would go like, What's going on right now? It's crazy. And I just start sweating. You just say, I'm gay and then run away. Yeah, run away. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help you out. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I, I would I would read this sometimes go in the back and just be like, Man, y'all finish this. Like, is, I can't. Is that bad? It I mean, it got better when I started smoking. Sure, but the so weed kinda made you a little That anxious. made it way worse. But like now I can like now I can control a little bit, but it still has point where it's just like, oh I'm sweating like crazy. What's right your now. most embarrassing social interaction from when you were smoking? Shit, the shit went up with girls. I feel like, like girls come talk to me and shit, and I just be like, I can't finish this transaction. I sweat too much, bro. I got to ask the bitch, I can't finish this. You sweat on stage? Oh, uh, not a, not, I only sweat on stage like one time recently. 
And that was just because, like, I think I was, the whole thing was just too rushed. Mm. Like, I got there a little late. I was hosting Fat Man. I hate that. I, yeah, and then I just, like, I was, it was just a lot going into it. You know what I'm saying? And then I, I could feel my, I could feel, like, sweat grabbing on my face. And now my brain was like, you gonna you sweating now. I think we're going to sweat more. And I was, it was just bad. Mm. But that's not... And it's really only I think when I'm like really rushed is when it's like oh shit it's just kind of you know what I'm saying? yeah running late you're like yo I'm sorry blah 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 and then you just have to get there and go up you can never yeah. clear your mind yeah, yeah. so yeah. my brain my brain's still on a bunch of other shit instead of like locked in on comedy any other like anxiety shit like like how do you mitigate the anxiety uh shit I don't know I'm finna start drinking soon and see that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? See if I could do shit like that. But then also telling myself, like, nigga, what the fuck are we worried about? You, you, ever, you ever meditate? Nah. That shit I found was helpful for me. For real? Yeah, like, just, like, because the anxiety is just, like, in my opinion, like, my body's reacting to something, and my brain isn't even aware of what it is. Mm-hmm. So, like, something might happen earlier in the day. Something, like, with my girl, or, like, something with work, like, podcast stuff, and I won't even be aware of it. And then I'm about to, like, go on stage, and I feel my body tensing up. I feel, like, my chest coming in, like... I feel like just un- restless and I don't, my brain's not even aware of it. So once I like kind of close my eyes, lock in, go inside my head and be like, okay, what's going on in here? Yeah. Where is this coming from? Why yeah. am I feeling it, all this anxiety? And then I kind of like can piece it together and be like, oh, it's actually this thing. It's not even related to this other thing. And then I can calm it down and be like, yeah. I can't address that thing right now. Mm. I'm just going to kind of release it. And then and once, once I confront it, yeah. then I feel solid. How long you meditate for? 15 minutes. That's a long time. <laughs> I mean, it starts, that is a long time once you like, like, but once you've been doing it, 15 yeah. minutes is nothing. It's like stand-up. Remember the yeah, first time yeah. you went up and they're like, five minutes, you're like, five, I can do one. It's crazy, yeah. But now it's like 20 minutes, Sony Theater, no problem. And I think that's the same thing with meditation. Start with like two minutes, three minutes. Yeah. Close your eyes, clear your mind. Some people don't like it, but for me, it really helped. Yeah, you got ADHD? I don't know. I mean, maybe. I don't really even know exactly what that is. I, you, I, you I got, got it? Yeah, I got diagnosed when I was a kid. I used to be on pills like all the time. I, that's why I didn't like pills. Mm. I had to pills all the time. Did it make you feel different? Oh, uh, funny story. When I was a when I was a kid, I think I had these pills that were like really good for me. They kind of like they kind of made sense. But I think none of them. I, I don't think none of them bitches really worked. Mm. But I I went from being on some pills that were really good for me. And some pills, and then I went on when I, after that I got on pills that were like really like not helping. It just put me to sleep. But the pills that were really good for me, I got off of them because when I was in uh I think fifth grade. Uh, and every time I tell this story, like I probably sweat now because it's, it's, it sounds insane when I think about this shit. When I was in fifth grade, uh, I watched something on TV where it was like a kid who was like crazy, and the thing killed somebody. I think he killed somebody, and then he just told the uh, daughter he heard voices and he got off, right? So as a kid, I was like, oh, so you can tell people you hear things, and people will treat you different. So I was playing one day with my homeboy. We were playing basketball outside on, on the playground, and uh, I pushed him. And uh, and then the teacher came, and I watched you push him. Blah, blah, blah. They were going to call my mama. And I knew if, I, if, I, if I, my mama knew I pushed somebody, I got in trouble at school, she was going to whoop me. So I just went, oh, the voices told me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to go to therapy and shit, nigga. Man, the doctors was like, nothing's wrong with him. I was like, but he keep and I was, I was just, I was just make shit. I remember being in the therapist's office, and they'd be like, uh, so what do you, what do the voices say? I'm like red and blue, and they say I was just, I was just make shit up, knowing because like, I didn't want to get a whooping. I let that shit on for like at least like three months. Whoa. Yeah, and then they changed my pills because of that. 
And, and what what kind of shit were you making up? Just like it's like they tell me yeah to push people and do this and it's, yeah. But the doctors couldn't figure it out. They was like, "There's no, there's no way. <laughs> there's no, no, there's, there's none of this shit checks out." And so the doctors were like, "All right, we'll pull them off." Well, they they took me off the medicine because they thought it was the medicine doing it. Because they were like, "There's no, I mean, there's no, he, there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with him." You know what what, what did your mom say? She was just like concerned. My mom was just like, "What? I don't get how to set, help my son." As it, I don't think she knows it to this day. Bro. Yeah, so I was I just felt like a bad person. You deserve an ass whooping now. Yeah, I do. She should give you an adult ass whooping. Yeah, it was fucked up. That's was, so funny. It was fucked up. And, and you was, got off the pills, and all of a sudden you were like, I'm fine? No, nah, when I got them pills, I got into middle school and shit, and then like the pills they would give me, the pills I got then was just like, it was a sleepy time pills. Because it was a difference. Like, when I wasn't on pills, I was more like a... And I still feel that shit like now. Like, even like with all this shit happening, like shit going on and shit, mm-hmm. and my brain just jumps... From somebody, like I be I be in my mind like okay I gotta I gotta I gotta email this person but I gotta do this shit and I be like okay then I go to my email and I find some other shit I'm like oh you know what I'm saying so my brain I'm just scatterbrained yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying like the only thing I could really focus on like okay like stand up that's the only thing that's like well my brain like okay we clear I do kind of feel like that because like there's two things that make me lock in yeah stand up the second I get on stage. There's only one focus because yeah. it's so high stakes. Yeah. Like the fear of humiliation from all these people makes me just like, I'm so present. Locked it in. forces you to be present. Yeah. The other thing is motorcycles. Oh, you got motorcycles? Yeah. I got two bikes. I yeah. love them. I li- and I like, I like riding. I like putting in music because when you're on the motorcycle, you got to lock in. Yeah. It's life or death. Like yeah. it like forces you to focus. And so in that regard, yeah, I think I kind of feel that. Yeah. Everything else, like outside of shit, like my brain just goes like 25,000 miles per hour. And the other pills, they put me on. It was more like, uh, like I stopped taking when I was in, like, I think, like twelfth grade. Like after this, after that, I was like, I'm, I'm not taking this bitch no more. So now you're not on anything. I ain't on shit. That's but great. like, yeah, from like, shit, from like, uh, third grade mm-hmm. to twelfth grade, I take a pill like every day, bro. Yes, yeah, and it kind of changed your personality a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, it's the thing where it's just like, uh, like I, like my teacher could tell when I was and I wasn't on it. Mm-hmm. Like they knew exactly Like they was like Okay they can't make Cause some days I just wouldn't take it I'm like I don't feel like Being a fucking rope Cause it would just Put me to sleep Bro literally There was this kid In my high school That was kind of weird Yeah All the way through school And then senior year He was the nicest Coolest Most charismatic guy Out of nowhere Just mm-hmm. like at the, after summer He came back He was the nicest dude Everyone was like Yo why Like no offense But like you're way cooler now What's up And he was like Bro these doctors Had me on this medication and the medication made me like really reserved. It made me anxious. It made me like quiet. Yeah. And now I'm off it. I just feel normal. I was like, bro. Yeah. Your whole high school career was different because you were on this medication that like made you a different person. Yeah. I mean, one time I didn't, I didn't get it, and I was a freshman in high school, and I was when I was trying to get my grades back up, I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna take more. So I took a I took two one night. So usually I pull take one before I go to sleep. And then the, the rest of the day should just be, you know what I'm saying, kick in, shit like that. I took two one night, and like the whole day, I just felt like drugged, nigga. Like it was like, it was, I was like, nigga, this shit ain't, this shit ain't right. Yeah. I couldn't go to basketball practice. Like I couldn't, I was, I was, I think I slept damn near the whole day. Yeah, I mean, it just knocks you out. Yeah, that's all, but that's all they did for me. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? I would have to wake up and go to school or like get that like seven or some shit, six, seven. Right. Instead of addressing it, they're just like, yeah, let's just make him stupid. Just, just, make, just make him quiet and tired. Make him quiet. And, and then he'll listen and he won't be a problem in class. Because the, the biggest thing was like, I would, that's why I think like my, my school was just so fucked up. Cause I was just always asleep. I was never awake. Right. You're either asleep or you're like not focused. Yeah. Either I'm, either I'm asleep or you're not. I remember one time I gave a teacher an ultimatum. I felt like such an asshole like growing up now. But I was like, because uh, in my later periods, the shit would start to wear off. And I'd just be like, all right, nigga, we can, let's rock out. Yeah. But I had a teacher that I didn't like, and I would just go to sleep on her class. And she was like, she was like, uh, can't wake up. And I said, I'll give you, a, I'll give you, you got a choice. Either you do not teach nobody, or you let me go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? So what do you want to do? And then she just kicked me out. But I was like, yeah, bitch, like, you, you pick. Either I, I put my head down, and I, I, I wait for this bell, and I get the fuck out of here, mm-hmm. or you can't teach nobody. I'm taking the class over. And how would you take the class over? I mean, I was always funny. Yeah. And it's like 7 p.m. And it's, ready. it's time to go. So I'm saying, like, I think it was like Spanish and shit. I'm just saying dumb shit. Like, uno, magusto, this stupid shit. So it don't even make no fucking sense. But people and, were laughing, though. Yeah, people were like, oh, okay, Cam just. Cam's on one. Cam on one. He's having a good time now. Yeah, fuck them pills. Yeah. Yeah, so keep it's it like, going. Yeah. So it's like, and especially like at the end, like at the end of the day, it was more like a, you can't, you can't. At this point, it's like, I, I, I could have turned it off and turned it on then. Because mm-hmm. during the, like my first four periods, I was asleep. Yeah, knocked out. There was no like, there was no like even waking up and be like, okay, I could try to be like, oh, I'm I'm going to sleep. Mm. But the last, the five through five through seven was like, uh, if I don't really fuck with you, I'll I give you a choice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, either let me go to sleep or you can't teach nobody. Yeah, on delay. Yeah. We, yeah, we about to get it on. We're going to, we, it's, it's time. You know what I'm saying? Bro, that's yeah. crazy. And and do you got a girl now? Uh, kinda. Kinda. Yeah. What's the deal with that? We together, but it's like you know what I'm saying. We ain't together. <laughs> Shit, I, have more girls been hollering at you now that now that you're on? Yeah, a little bit, not too much. I'm not. I don't be. I, I can't. Cause I can't get no bitch like my whole attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're focused. I can't. I, I ain't. I ain't good with like just flames and shit. Mm. So like either bitch got to really want like fuck with me or like it's just like like. Yeah, I'm just not, I got too much shit to focus on, so it's like, I can't even, like, unless you, like, telling me, like, I want to suck your dick right now, then we can't do anything. You know what I'm saying? But if someone said that. Oh, it's over. Yeah, it's, it's game <laughs> on. You know what I'm saying? Listen, hey, mission, mission complete. You found the guy. You know what I'm saying? But if a bitch is, like, playing B around the bush, like, oh, cuss, I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not chasing no one. I can't tell you. I ain't got time to chase you. But you're not, like, hooking up after shows and shit. Nah, not that. Unless it's a quick dick suck. Yeah, or like a bitch want to like, I'm telling you, like a girl really had to come to me after something be like, I want to fuck you mm-hmm. right now. Perfect. Mm. But I'm not chasing you, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going out of my way to like, oh, let's do it. I ain't got time about that shit. White girls, black girls? It don't matter. Anything? Yeah. Asian? Yeah. You been with an Asian girl? No, nah, I like, it was this blazing bitch from our city that, well, from our city that I fuck with. Mm. Heavy. She was working like this old, this spot we had called like, that shit was called Antiques. Okay. She was blazing. She was beautiful as shit. Yeah, that's a good mix. Yeah. The Tiger Woods. Oh, my God. The she Tiger was, Woods is crazy. She was phenomenal. Yeah. That bitch is bad, man. But she hit me up the other day because, like, she was like, yeah, I see you. You always on my feet now. Like, bitch, fuck you. I was trying to fuck you forever. <laughs> I ain't even in Florida no more. Yeah. If you can't handle me in my footlocker, you don't deserve me in my Kill Tony. Come on, talk to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, real shit. You can't handle me in footlocker, bitch. You don't deserve me in Kill Tony. Oh, that's funny. Fucking slut. <laughs> Okay. But you would though if she was in town. Yeah, I would. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you like to act like you're above it. You're like, 
I'll leave you in the dust. No, I just. But the I, second she's like, oh, I'm in Austin. You're like, all right, you come over. Pull up on me. <laughs> nah, I remember I, all the time I got, right when I got killed, Tony, when nobody knew. Because, you know, together back three, three weeks behind, mm-hmm. I was like, I was in San Marco like a college time. And I, I, I tell myself, I cannot get drunk. And like, Austin, I just refuse to. It's like, that's why. That's like the job. That's why I work. So like, I would go to San Marcos and do shows and just get plastered. Yeah. And I did it sometimes. Like it was this thick ass white bitch. Then I was my dog. I don't even remember what I was saying. He just go, but you just kept telling. Me, he was like, you know, I'm gonna kill Tony and shit. <laughs> he was like, he's like, but your eyes was closed, and like she was in front of you, and you just kept going like, we'll get you like on the balcony. You know, I say you watch the whole show and shit. It'd be beautiful. Like that. It'd be like, yeah, really have a good time. Uh, he said, he told me, he was like, bro, you said I'm on Tony like seven times. I just want you to know, you know Kid Tony. Like, I'm on, I'm, I'm on Kid Tony and shit. Like, I don't think you get it right now. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Did it work? No. Fuck <laughs> no, I was drunk as shit, man. I hit, I hit up uh, the day though. I was like, hey, man, if you, uh, give an answer, let me know. And I, she hit me back. She gave me a number and shit. But then uh, she moved to Dallas. But this bitch, phenomenal. Like, A1. Like a white bitch, I, I like get pregnant. Don't don't get no one pregnant. Come everybody's on, telling me that. Stay away from everybody, these white everybody devils, tell bro. Me that. Everybody's saying that. Listen yeah. to Dr. Umar. You Listen and Derek to Dr. say the Umar. same thing every time I say this. They go, don't get nobody pregnant. Yeah. Like, yeah, but if she wants to Come get on, this bro. bitch pregnant. Just pull out, bro. Get that condom. You, I've, wear, you wear condoms, right? I've, yes, sometimes. I've chosen, not sometimes, Cam. Not I've, sometimes, I've Cam. Chosen, I've chosen three women, <laughs> and I would not say who they are on this podcast because they'll find out. Uh, I told them three women that who I would love, and they, the one is the one is uh one is white, one is black, and one is mixed. And if I were to, you know saying fuck them and get them pregnant, I would be totally fine with it. And that one girl I just told you about is one of the one. Yep, Dallas. Yep, is Dallas the white one? Yep. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yep. Nope. Gotta focus. Nope. Gotta focus. I'm focused. Very focused. Very focused. On the right things though. Focus on comedy. Focus on the yeah, career. Yeah, 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 yeah. One hundred percent. Bro, you're like what, 24? Yeah. Why can't you have a kid when you're when you're 28, when you're 30? Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. But if she hits you up tomorrow, hey, come to Dallas. No. No. Maybe. <laughs> come on, Cam. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Come nah, on, Cam. Nah, 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 nah. No, you gotta focus, bro. Nah, this focus, is this focus. is the time. This is the lock in time. Lock, I'm locked. I'm locked yeah. in. I'm not locked in. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not, not locked in. I'm locked <laughs> in. I'm just saying. Like if she was, bro. That's not. Hey. Cause you, I'm just saying you're on the you're on the up and up. I'm playing, man. and she and she, she gets the baby. She's I'm, gonna keep I'm it. I'm joking. I'm joking. You can't. Na- you might name the baby Tony. That's funny. That'd and, be hard. and then you better hope that the girl kills Tony. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I'm stoning the baby. Right. I think I said that with them. Like, what do you do if you have a kid? I'm stone it. <laughs> like, she was like, she was like, what are you gonna do if you get a good pregnant? The boys in that league in Texas, so we gonna stone the baby. That's what you mean. I like rocks for a reason. They gonna fuck this baby up. <laughs> my two favorite things: rocks and stairs. Those are my <laughs> I, two favorites. I love them. I, love, I like a nice staircase. Yeah, good staircase. Good Bro. long stair. Bro. Good oh. long staircase, bro. This that I mean, just just I mean, I know you got it. Yeah, I playing. believe in you. I'm I believe in I ain't, you. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't. But maybe, maybe it depends how good it is. Yeah, it depends if you drink a little bit. What's the drink of choice? Right now, it's tequila and uh, it's tequila. So I, I go, I go from back, I go back and forth. It's tequila and pineapple, and then uh, some black with uh, I forgot what it was called, but it's something with it, it end with black. <laughs> I, uh, I only get that the money shit because the dude who made it for me the first time that's my drink of choice <laughs> and every time I walk in he like that what you want right 
Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. You know what I mean? You don't even know the name. It's, it's something, Don, it's not Don Julio, it's something black, but it's like, it is with a black, and it's that with like a splash of soda. And it, I just feel like a grown man when I drink it. Yeah. It's like yeah. a real, like you put a little, you know what I'm saying, a little hand on your chest. We're leveling up. Yeah. We're leveling up. Bro, this is this is exciting, man. I'm, I'm excited for the for the next chapter yeah. and where things are going to go. Eventually, you're going to be on the road just doing your own shit, selling out. Keep killing it on Kill Tony. I too. But yeah, man, I'm excited for you. Don't get anyone pregnant. I would not. You believe in God? 100%. You praying? You praying? Every night. I would have said every day. I gave this hat to Roseanne. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. So she saw me, and she saw me, and we had like a real conversation. Like Tony made her watch me. And then she was like, you're, you're a monstrous. I was like, thank you. And then she was like, I like your hat. Like, good, you believe in God. That's great. And then she goes, she goes, next time I see you, get me one of those hats. And so I just gave one on my head, and I ordered this one like the, next, the same day. That's fire. Yeah. Has there been anyone at the club that you've linked up with that's, like, giving you the best advice? That's, like, taking a moment to be like, hey, you're good. And that meant a lot? Uh, Derek. Derek Poston. Yeah. Uh, the greatest. The greatest. The best, man. Every time, every every time, it's just it's just kind of him and Tony are like like real deal. Like they just big on like yeah, you gonna be somebody. I mean, I brought him up the other day at the, when I was hosting the mic. And he was like, you don't fucking get it yet, but that guy's a fucking star. But that's big, bro. That's big, bro. Yeah, that's amazing, man. Well, I'm excited for you, Cam. Thank you so much for taking the time Thank to, you, to chat, brother. I really oh, appreciate man. it. Hey, and right man. now, you gotta go to uh, Sony Hall. Sony with Hall. Hans Kim. Man, Hans man. Kim. How many people is that? Uh, Four hundred. Doing. 20? 20 minutes yeah. in front of 400 people, yeah, yeah. two years into comedy. Come on. You going to get your rocks with you? God is great. Nah, I ain't got that. You got this one? That I got this one. I got, I got, I, you know, I was selling rocks for merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You make some money off it? Yeah. I'm selling rocks for white people, nigga. Life Bro. is crazy, nigga. Life crazy as shit. Has it passed the drug money yet? Huh? Nah, not yet. Soon? Soon. Oh, very soon. I mean, it's close. It's like, I, I, it's more tangible. You know what I'm saying? But now I got to get all this LLC and all this other shit. Rod Wade said some real shit. He was like, uh, shout out to all my niggas living tax free. But, uh, uh, um, and that, that's not even his line. He just took it from another song. But I, I remember from Rod Wade, shout out to all my niggas living tax free. These days just having figs when they text me. Yes. Bro, what song is that? It's a, it's Rod, it's a Rod Wade song, but it's it's also somebody else's bar. Yeah. That he just added into his song. Oh, that's fire. But I was like, yeah, that's, Man, that's the game plan. I'm, I'm excited for you, bro. I'm excited to see where you go. If I can ever help with anything, please don't hesitate to let me know. I was in. Cam. Love you, bro. Thank Lo- you. Love you, brother.